six, five, four, three, two, one. Hey, hello. Yeah. Hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of Post Credits, our live show that we do on Saturday nights. We can't hear you. You can't hear me? No. No. Like at all? No. Can you hear us? I don't know. I have right only now. What if I do this? Off to a great start. Definitely. What's great about a live show is that there's never anybody there when you start. So you can fuck up for about a good five or ten minutes before (laughs) anything. That's not true. Miriam was here. That's true. Hey, Miriam. (laughs) Thanks for being here. Okay. So, man, I I thought I watched like a bunch of things this week. In my head, like I was thinking, I watched so many things. Uh, I, I apparently didn't watch so many things. I watched two things. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, actually, technically, I watched four things. Two of them, uh, let's say, in a less than legitimate route. Um, I watched some slime tutorials on YouTube. If you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. I don't. Very sexual sounding. It's not sexual at all. Oh. It's, uh... Or it sounds like a, like a kid's... It's channel. not that at all, either. It's not okay. Nickelodeon gack. Uh, Once again, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. Anyway, I watched Spongebob the Musical and yeah. Hadestown. Uh, <laughs> Why did you watch Spongebob the Musical? <laughs> because I remember you talking about, hey, Spongebob the Musical's really good. I remember saying it's good. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I, I didn't watch all of it. <laughs> I watched... A good hour of it, actually, more than I thought I should have watched of it, if I'm being completely honest. Um, if you really like the first three seasons of Spongebob, that musical is going to be right up your alley. Maybe. It doesn't Unless have anything to musicals. do with the show. No, but it feels like a show story. Like Kinda. It feels like it should have been a story in the show. Yeah. It's, um... Spongebob? Yeah. It's completely Spongebob. I like the designs of the... I like how they interpreted the character designs. I thought that was a very interesting... Yeah, and they were, like, it. very silly and uh, childish, in a way. Yeah. Uh, without, like, being too, like, too childish, though. It's cool. I actually think the set design is really good. Um, just couldn't finish it. No, like, I'm not a huge fan of Spongebob still, so it's just like, yeah, this is Spongebob. Um, Town. I started the week with listening to it because I had watched this series about how, like, it's the most amazing Broadway play ever and Hamilton can go suck a dick. Uh, so I was like, OK, let's let's get down to this Hades town. And I listened to it for the first time. And you can get by just listening to it and, like, be probably fine. Um, it helps if you know Greek philosophy because it's very much based on Greek philosophy. Um, mythology or well, mythology that's the word okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Greek mythology yes um, it's good I want to say I'm probably going to get like lambasted for this if like any, as you like, do when you open your mouth a lot that does seem to happen when I open my <laughs> mouth actually quite a bit um the the person who is the narrator in Hades Town is like Broadway theater and musical theater um 
what's it royalty? called? <laughs> royalty, yeah. And um I uh don't like his voice. Rude. Um it's just like grating. I don't know if it's because he's old now. Or but like his voice is like rang, rang. it's like a cat like <laughs> being attacked. Are you by sure another... you weren't watching cats? Oh shit. <laughs> That's what the problem was. Uh no, like it's one of those things to where I think that it's just a personal thing. Like I just don't like his voice. Because like the lyrics and stuff are fine and everything. It's it's a really interesting musical. It's one that I I'm kind of surprised made it to Broadway at all. Like it had a huge road to Broadway to get there. Cause it started like off, 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 off Broadway. And it was just like a weekend show that this person put together. I can't even remember who it was, who made it, but she was some musician. And it was in development for like 12 years before it even hit Broadway or something like that. And it went through a bunch of iterations, a bunch of changes as anything like that is going to do to like get to that point. But like, it is a folk music Broadway musical, hmm. which is like weird because there's not like any like huge number. There's not like a big like take it up to eleven number because it's all folk music. So it's just like take it up to six. Basically, <laughs> actually, yeah. Um, it's a tra- it's like very tragic. It's a very tragic story because Greek mythology is tragic. Like yeah, it's built on tragedy. tragedy. Yeah. Uh, to me, the musical even says like right away, this is a Greek tragedy. Wow. Oh, everybody dance. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Panic um, at the disco. Um, yeah, a little bit, kind of. Um, panic at the orgy. Panic at the Hades Town. Panic uh, at Mount Olympus. There. So, like, here's the thing about like musicals. To me, like, I I do like musicals, but I need songs to be catchy for me to like be able to really enjoy them over and over and over again. Like Hamilton, I think there's a lot of catchy songs in there. Um, Grease, for as awful as it is, I think there's a lot of catchy songs in there. Um, Dear Evan Hansen, which is, I've learned, a real 50-50 if you're going to like that at all. Um, I like the songs in that quite a bit, but I think there's only, like, two songs in this that I could just listen to as songs, and everything else is just sort of noise that's happening while you're supposed to be watching something. Like, having watched the stage play in a way that I did... Um, covered in slime. Yeah, yeah. I think Weird. it's like actually super necessary that you watch You're it. Covered in slime? <laughs> no, like Hamilton, you can kind of listen to and enjoy. Like a Phantom of the Opera, you can listen to and enjoy the music. But like this one, I feel like you really do need to be watching it to enjoy the music as well, because it's saying exactly what's happening on the stage. It's it's weird. I I got to the point where I was like, okay, I just need to go see this in person. Um, we missed the tour dates. They happened a couple months ago here. I was like, all right, let's maybe check about going to a 2023 show. And um, no. $7,000. No, that's not happening. It's a $400 for bad seats. Jesus. Wow. Yeah, it's like 700 if you want to not, if you want to see what's happening. And so not you, get a nosebleed. Yeah. Just so you book puppies? tickets for the SpongeBob musical. No, that's not around anymore. No, that was no. a limited time thing. Uh, I also learned that there's a Beetlejuice musical, which I just didn't know yeah, was a um, thing. Very popular, actually. I feel like uh, there's a musical Yeah. A lot of people talk about it, saying it's pretty good and up there was like some of the original stuff, actually. I haven't watched it. I only know a couple songs from it, but... It is not for me. I don't like yeah. any of the music in it, personally. 
But like, it's probably fine if you I, go to see it. I don't like. Does one it just song sound like a like temporary like soundtrack? No, <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> it's like a whole different thing. It doesn't follow the movie at all. No. Yeah. Weird. Um. Follow the TV show. No. <laughs> no. It's its own thing. Like it's really its own yeah. thing. I only know like Say My Name. That's like the only song say I really know. Say my name, say my name. No, not that. No. Something something to say my name. I gotta do Beetlejuice, say my Beetlejuice. name. Beetlejuice. Kind of. Beetlejuice. Except you, you can't say <laughs> Except you can't say that you can't do it or else he comes. Not like come. Well maybe he comes. I don't know. I don't know. Beetlejuice. <laughs> yeah. um, not his mom. Oh, yeah. All right. Why would his mom have that knowledge? I don't know. It's dark comedy. I don't get it. <laughs> Going blue here, Robbie. <laughs> anyway. So you almost watched two musicals. <laughs> this is what I'm gathering. I did watch the Hades Town one in full. Oh. I, I, in theory, really like it. <laughs> I, don't I think he's having the same problem that I had with Brazil. Sure. Like something that you really want to like and you kind of like the idea of it, but then like. In practice, it's just kind of eh. I don't even think it's eh. Like, I think the whole thing is put together very well. I just don't know if it's for me. Okay, so, like, the SpongeBob musical, they're not in, like, their costumes. No. no they're, like, like reimaginings of the characters. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and the cool thing with Except it, too. For Gary? Gary's. Yeah. Gary, yeah. Gary like, is still Gary. But, yeah. like, the thing with it, too, is, like, they start off very much, like, imitating the cartoon. And as it goes on, they fall more into their own voices and stuff. That's yeah. weird. So, like, it's you a... kind of forget that it's even SpongeBob at a certain point. It's fun. Like, it's a fun little thing. Doesn't not gonna win any Academy Awards or anything. I don't know what musicals win Grammys. Tonys. Tony Pepperonis. Yeah, they win Tony Pepperonis, and if oh, they're really good, pepperoni. they get the whole they stick of pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I. I mean, like that one. I think it's good. Like, I don't. I feel like sometimes I'll tell you I think something's good, and in your mind you're like, "Oh, he loved that thing." That's he good. liked cartoons. He says, "Good, watch thing." Yeah, like, <laughs> no, like, like I think it's good. It's fun, like seeing the character imaginings. It has the stupid third act misunderstanding, yep. which is annoying. Um, like I was, I love Sandy's design in that. I think that's one of the best like imaginings of the characters. I think that one really worked well. Yeah, Sandy's pretty likable in that actually. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I thought it was good. I, just, I don't know why you thought it. Was good. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't finish it. So. Yeah. Um, I like Hades Town more than SpongeBob. I would imagine so. But also, like, I don't know where to fit Hades Town into my life. Never. Just don't. Start playing Hades, um, on your PlayStation, and then see how that makes you rethink Hades Town. I think it's actually kind of the same story. Zagreus I think so. in Hades Town? Huh? Is Zagreus in Hades Town? Probably, I don't know. They say a lot of Greek stuff. <laughs> Greek stuff. <laughs> cool, alright. Like Greek well, stuff. Interesting. Talk about olives a bunch, I don't know. Olives and branches or something. So you kind of watch some really musicals. Know <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have some other stuff that I'll I'll talk a little bit about. But uh, E, Hi. you watched a thing you said. Kind of. I watched three episodes of a thing. Oh, it's a thing. That's a show. It's a show, yes. Um, Gendy Tartakovsky's Primal. Oh. His newest show on Adult Swim. I watched the first three episodes, and I think it is very good so far. Okay. What is this Primal you speak of? Okay, so it's about a caveman. <laughs> okay, that tracks so far. Yeah. In dinosaurs? Okay. Okay. What's that's, it about? That's what it's about. Primal. A caveman. 
Okay. But like, what's like, the uh, story? <laughs> caveman and dinosaurs. Um, well, aren't you getting? <laughs> yeah, caveman. You need more than that. I'm not that far into the series, Jared. Come on. No, I feel like um, by episode three, it should be more of not just like there's dinosaurs and this guy like can't shave. No. <laughs> um, it's like a very it's it's about caveman surviving mostly. Okay. And like, because again, dinosaurs, caveman, right? Yeah. Um, like the first, I get it's the first episode. It's not too much to spoil. Like. The first thing you see is like he's going fishing, and when he gets back, like his family is being just eaten by dinosaurs. Oh, so like it's it goes like, tragedy. Yeah, it's like a tragedy kind of. Okay. Um, and like the first episode, he finds another dinosaur that he's trying to hunt, but then he notices that they're a parent, and then the dinosaurs that hunted his family down show up and eat the other dinosaurs' children. Okay. So it's like a revenge story, and so at the start. And then right now it's just them kind of traveling. But um, Okay, so it's the good dinosaur. No, because here's the really cool thing is there's no dialogue. Oh. Hmm. Like it's completely <laughs> there are no spoken words. Like there's grunts and stuff, but there's no spoken words. And I is think it actually really executes it really well. Is this an animated thing? Or... Yeah, it's okay. getting carded costume. Yeah. It's a uh, samurai, Jack, Sam, the guy who made Samurai Jack, mm -hmm. and I think it does follow a lot of the same vibes of Samurai Jack, with being a completely its own thing, of course. But so then, like, is it a comedy? No, it's like Samurai Jack, which I would also not describe as a comedy. If you're going to say Samurai Jack's a comedy, that's like really weird to be on Adult Swim, right? No, it is brutal. But like, Adult, may, maybe I'm just. I haven't watched Adult Swim in like 10 years or 20 years <laughs> yeah. or whatever. But like, when I was watching Adult Swim, it was all a bunch of comedies. And then 3AM came and then a bunch of horny anime came on. <laughs> Adult Swim's a lot. Like, it's that stuff. Um, Like, Adult Swim had the continuation of Samurai Jack. That was not a comedy. Right. And like, I don't know, it just airs a lot. Huh. I don't know. Adult Swim never really had... Like, it was definitely primary comedies. I definitely agree with that. But it just... No, it's it's on Adult Swim because it is too graphic to be on Cartoon Network, most likely. And I think Andy Hargasi preferred Adult Swim because I think they just don't limit him as much as I think Cartoon Network would have. Okay, is it on like HBO Max or is it just? It's on HBO Max. Okay, okay. So um, is it eleven minute episodes or no twenty three? So oh, okay, so it's like each episode is like, yeah. That's I'm not lot. that far in it. I I won't give you a recommendation to watch or not until I finish the first season. Okay, there's only one out right now. Yeah, but... you're right. But, like, I, I think it's really interesting. And, like, it's Candy Tarkovsky, so the animation is great, of course. Sure, Because yeah. he's very good at that. Um, yeah. I had the displeasure of watching it on my on my parents' TV. Because they switched all the settings back. God <laughs> damn it! Why? <laughs> they listen to the podcast! <laughs> no. Uh, I think he just put it back on TV, on sports mode or whatever. It looks so goddamn garbage. I was like trying to mess it, but I got sick of it. Like, because I started <laughs> with interpolation. I think I got the interpolation off. That's... I want to just watch it on my own. Yeah. Anyways, but um, <laughs> yeah, I think it's really good so far. Like, I, I definitely really enjoy it. And like, I don't know, there's not a lot of shows that like would boldly do something like just have no dialogue whatsoever. Just like and, the like, last episode, <laughs> the, he's just like walking along, he's still, fuck! I think that would be a very Tarkovsky move to end a show like that. Um, yeah, like it's it's just kind of about survival and a lot of despair, honestly. Like, 
I'll I'll go ahead and spoil the third episode. In the third episode, like the uh winter is coming, like the ice age, basically. And like it starts off and you're like watching a pack of mammoths move towards somewhere and like one's really lagging behind and it's like clearly a dying mammoth, like so hmm. you think it's getting left behind and it's like barely keeping up until eventually it's like just slowing down and that's when the cave like the main character and the dinosaur show up and kill it oh like yeah and it's kind of like sad because you know they have to because they <laughs> need to live they need to eat yeah they need to eat they need warmth need to use those tusks to make some spears yeah and like <laughs> and then the mammoth groove came back and like there's just this rotting corpse of what's left from the mammoth and like the mammoths go and find the caveman to get like some sort of revenge but they leave when they find the tusk and you realize the mammoths were going to a place where they bury their dead basically oh and like again this is all told without any real dialogue like just and like maybe that's just my interpretation maybe there's something else going on in there but like it's really interesting and it the characters can tell a lot without saying a single word like even in the third episode you're still seeing the ramifications of like how the caveman is not over losing his family because like how do you get over something like that hmm interesting yeah i would not expect something like that to be on adult swim honestly uh adult swim does a lot like i said hmm like, Miriam asks, "Is it gonna going to show how they all died?" <laughs> I don't know. Probably. Just the end. Is judging an by the, sh- I mean, judging by the tone of the show, I would not be surprised if that's like how it's gonna end. It's gonna <laughs> not the mom of the whole thing. Maybe. <laughs> not the mom of the whole. Yeah, because what was that? Dinosaurs? What was that? Show dinosaurs. dinosaurs. I think it was just called dinosaurs. dinosaurs? Just they're all in like live action suits, <clears throat> like big dumb yeah, dinosaurs. Barney yeah, yeah. suits, and it ends with the ice age, and like they're all huddled in the kitchen because they're freezing to death. <laughs> yeah, and they're like. <laughs> I- don't yeah it's like weirdly depressing and like huh. it like just kind of goes over the ages until like there's like a i think like an oil factory or something yeah it's like kind of depressing and way not the it tone just of ends the with the entire family dying from the ice age yeah <laughs> <laughs> like very openly it's not like did they no they super died yeah, yeah. well i mean it's not really a spoiler for... <laughs> no because who's gonna watch dinosaurs yeah it's not like as good um but it's also a sitcom just, like you know it's a, it's a sitcom yeah. <laughs> why do so many sitcoms end in like awful things? maybe it's because they're like mad that they got canceled or something like fuck we have to end it somehow might maybe. as well go out with a bang <laughs> it's like seinfeld ends with everybody going to prison <laughs> really yeah. yeah there's just a court case and everyone like a bunch of the people they wronged and <laughs> show up to testify against them yes they all just fucking go to prison what the fuck? Uh, dinosaurs I... ends with literally the entire family dying uh mash <laughs> Right, Mash? Mash, yeah. Mash ends with a whole thing of, like, he was trying to, like, keep a baby quiet, and he accidentally kills this baby. He has, like, PTSD from it, and it turns out, like, a lot of his memories and, like, everything from the war has been, like, PTSD stuff from, like... And it's a comedy show, by the way. Mash is a comedy. And, like, the whole thing is, like, super depressing. He has PTSD. He's stuck in a hospital. He did this horrible tragedy by killing this child when he was just, like, trying to keep things quiet. What the fuck, man? Um... Friends ended with the Joey spinoff equally as tragic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, to be fair, Friends in general is pretty tragic. Um, I 
don't know. Like, I think some of it's just like wanting to try to tell something serious since it is the last episode. Yeah, like try something. Yeah. Yeah. Just to see. Because like some I have like seen interviews and stuff with a lot of people who do get frustrated with having to work with the same with so much restraint all the time. Right. Because they have like like, a Bible they have to follow. Yeah. And like when you get to the end, your restraints are gone. Like, yeah. There's a, there's a dumb thing where um a show no one really needs to care about back in the barnyard that was on Nick based off of the barnyard movie. I've seen a few episodes, yes. Barnyard. Yeah, the second season, uh, they knew they were going to get canceled, so they just went fucking off the rails. It, like, a ton of the stuff was apparently ad-libbed, and they what? <laughs> made it later. <laughs> and, like, there's a story where, like, at a point they just started seeing dick tits to, like, a Christmas song, and, like, the executive <laughs> walked by and he's like, Hey, what are you going to do? Cancel us again? <laughs> I mean, yeah. That show is crazy. But like, it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, that happens a lot where like, if you know you're getting canceled, like, what are they going to do? Like, they can only <laughs> take you, they can only take you off the air. Oh, well. Yeah, they're already doing that, so fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. But yeah, uh, uh, Primal, very, very good so far. Oh. That actually reminded you, talk about HBO Max, um, there's a new Adult Swim show that came out called uh, Smiling Friends that I watched a couple episodes of. Yeah. It's pretty good. Uh, you, I don't think you would like it okay. at all. <laughs> it's like very wacky stuff, no actual plot. Um, all right, cue to three hours later when Dryer watches the whole thing. I would no. be so mad if <laughs> out of everything, once again, you watch the thing I say I don't think you would be interested in. Um, it's like very early internet humor i would say not like outwardly bad (laughs) like a lot of earlier internet like it's made uh one of the main people on it is psychic pebbles who um a lot of people knew because he was a very popular like newgrounds animator oh i think a friend of the show was talking about this to me the other day yeah he loves it um i think it's good I, i i don't like the second episode uh, since I don't have cable, the only thing I could watch is the first and second episode, and the first mm. episode actually released a lot earlier, like, months and months ago. Right. I like the first episode. Um, I think it's a very, like, <laughs> it's just funny, and, like, it's it's one of the dark humor I do like. Okay. Um, I feel like you would watch it and be like, I'm not sure how E likes this show, because, like, from what you guys talk about, you think I have, like, a very holier... Than that aspect. Yeah, you're basically the Virgin Mary. (laughs) Yeah. Um. No, it's a very like dark humor. Like, like the first episode. Um. The the quote unquote like premise of the show is that they work for a company that is like supposed to make uh people happy and stuff. So like it's smiling friends and like oh like oh they're gonna they're gonna like make children happy and stuff like that's the thing and they get to someone and like this lady's like oh thank you i i wanted someone to help my son and like so they go in the room and then there's just like a middle-aged man holding a gun to his head and like oh yeah so it's like very dark humor. <laughs> okay super dark so it's like gary and his demons kind of humor then maybe i haven't seen gary's demons <clears throat> i heard it's pretty good I I honestly loved it uh from what i showed dry i think he liked it but we didn't get very far into it yeah, it's something yeah. that, like I would watch, but I wouldn't like watch watch. Yeah. Like if somebody were showing it to me, I'd watch it, but I wouldn't like go out of my way to like watch it watch it. Yeah. I went out of my way to watch it watch it, but that was like one of those things that like apparently there's a lot of trouble in production. They didn't make enough money off of it because it was on for BRV. Mm-hmm. Uh I really wish it would have had a second season, but <clears throat> I don't think it's ever gonna happen. Probably not. But yeah, uh... but yeah, that one is very much dark humor. 
Yeah, Smiling Friend, like, again, like, Psychic Pebbles, if you know who Psychic Pebble is, you'd know what kind of humor to expect. Uh, I, no idea. <laughs> there's a, like, I wish there was more episodes. Apparently, they're just having to wait on HBO Max to formally release them all. Okay. But, like, there's some episodes that seemed more interesting, but ultimately, like, it, I feel like it's going to be very hit or miss, especially with me. Like, like I said, I, did, I thought the second episode was kind of weak. Oh, okay. That one's about, like, oh, the celebrity, like, said a terrible thing, or what? <laughs> The celebrity was a frog and like he had a dumb show where he just eats a bug and then like he got in a scandal because he ate a reporter. Like okay. a TMZ reporter. Yeah. And like, okay. it's like basically a thing about cancel culture to the extreme in a sense. Right. Okay. Yeah. seems like not for me. Yeah. Like it. And I said, I, again, I don't think you would like the show anyways, but like, right, I, it, that was a pretty miss episode for me, okay. especially because I think the pacing was really bad in that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, uh, Smiling Friends is fairly good. I hope to see more. And again, I hope more people like have success stories like that because people are loving Smiling Friends. Actually, good. Um, as long as people are liking it. Yeah. So like, I I think that's a very good pipeline for like it, people who do a lot of internet content to actually be able to make long form content like that. Because like he made like one to two minute shorts usually. Now he's and, been given like twenty minutes. Yeah, uh, I think there are eleven minute episodes. Like oh, okay. there half, and they only got eight episodes. Oh, <laughs> so we'll see when the second season eventually, if they get one. Yeah, which probably at this rate, but yeah, uh, fun, fun little show. Very dark, very Adult Swim kind of show. Like that's okay. probably what you think when you think Adult Swim, like a raunchy, dirty comedy. Okay, yep, that's pro- that's that's about what I think of. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, which those two. But speaking of sitcoms actually reminded me of a sitcom that me and Liz started watching this week. It premiered this week. It's going to have a 10-episode season for its first season. How I Met Your Father. Yeah, my brother's friend's in that. Yeah. He not, played... not like a main thing. No, he's not like a main character. He, there's a picture of him in it. Yeah. What? Um, he's Hawaiian. Uh, the, the joke is he looks like uh, Jason Samoa. What's... Jason Momoa. Yeah. Aquaman. Yeah. So um, it's like a running he... gag in the show. People naming things that rhyme with jason momoa like jason samosa jason with a boa and in the show he plays jason with a boa yeah that's really random uh well that's kind of what he's he's i don't know if i should talk a whole lot about him like because it's not really my place to talk about for him he seems like a little typecast because he has another role being someone who looks like yeah that but uh you know sometimes you just take what you got yeah so once you know it's a way to get in the door yeah so uh, people have done less and gotten more. Yeah. You know? So that's all. That's all I know that show for. Um. That sounds. <laughs> it, I don't. I don't really like how I met your mother. I don't dislike it or anything. It's just not something I care for. Uh. I really liked how I met your mother. Mm-hmm. Uh, also has a very tragic ending. Um. She died. I don't know, Sam. Maybe if you put your head up and talk into the mic. She died. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have no clue. I haven't watched <laughs> the end. No, she did, if I remember the ending. Okay, well, spoilers. Spoilers for the ending spoilers. of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, the sequel show is not any of the characters from How I Met Your Mother. Is it the daughter of... No, it's unrelated characters. That's weird. They... It's, just, it's just a spinoff. As is a spinoff if you have zero characters. So it's, it's the Joey of How I Met Your Mother. It takes place in the same world, uh, so much so to where some of the characters ended up buying the apartment off of a couple of the characters 
So like the apartment is still in the okay. show. <laughs> Just it takes place set. in the same world doesn't mean a whole lot when the world's like New York. Yes. <laughs> like, so they made an unrelated show. <laughs> I mean, it's the same premise, though. I guess. Uh, anyway, actually, really like it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a super strong start. Um, Had some really good jokes, had some like, honestly, actual good acting and some heartfelt stuff in there. Um, Stars Lizzie McGuire. So, oh really? Um, I guess she went to that because her, yeah, Hillary Duff. Hillary Duff. I remember yeah. her talking about she wanted a Lizzie McGuire reboot, and that did yeah, and they started. They actually like started production on that too, and I think yeah. they got like three episodes into production, and then Disney Plus is like, "This is too adult for our audience. We don't <laughs> yeah. want this." Except it's going to be all adults watching it. Yeah, so that was, like, yeah, Disney. I hate Disney. I yeah. I am not going to be like I am never going to make that not apparent. I, I actively <laughs> dislike Disney, especially as a corporation. Disney. Um, I, I mean, I hate corporations. Yeah, <laughs> for the most part, anyways. Yeah, yeah. But, they're bad. Uh, yeah. Uh, di- you know, giant corporations stifle creativity. Like, from what I said, what I read, and like people talk about, it, it sounded like that's what people wanted out of a Lizzie McGuire reboot. Yeah, it. it I know that Liz was herself very excited. She loves Ms. Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. I'm stumbling over my words a lot. I probably um, would have watched it. I watched Lizzie McGuire a lot. <laughs> you did. Liz had a board game of it. I remember that. <laughs> Yeah, she did actually, didn't she? I don't remember what the game was. Probably just like a trivia game. <laughs> trivia. Guess Lizzie McGuire's age. Does she have a friend? Thirteen. I don't know. I don't know anything about Lizzie McGuire. <laughs> I would actually like to see a a modern reboot of Even Stevens with Shia LaBeouf. Did that show have a tragic ending? (laughs) It had that weird movie where they got trapped on an island and were like gonna kill each other. I don't think that was the ending, but. I think that might have been technically. That's tragic in its own way, because oh. Shia LaBeouf went crazy. He went. He went. He went. <laughs> I don't know if I want to say crazy. He had a very public breakdown. I think recently. I think that like the last ten years again. It's been like yeah, an ongoing thing. That's because uh, like I, the last I heard from him was like when do it was getting very popular <laughs> which is a while back now okay now i think about yeah. it, it was a long time last i heard from him in his last big project was that he was um what's that thing called where you put your thumb out and people pick you up hitchhiking hitchhiking, hitchhiking. he was just hitchhiking he was hitchhiking across the country and there he had a tracker on him the whole time so you can go and pick up shia labeouf and take him somewhere if you wanted wow That's actual weird. cannibal shia labeouf yeah actual cannibal shia labeouf <laughs> um yeah so there was like a bunch of videos of him just like walking and then being picked up and it was weird it's like it was one of his weird like i'm an artist things. weird project thing yeah that sounds fine it's just weird not like anyone he should have been not he's not i'm not saying he should have been murdered like i don't like him but like <laughs> i'm shocked he was not murdered i don't know like i feel like oh he probably had an he probably had it would have been easily him. tracked if you were <laughs> well yeah obviously he probably was at least safe about it no no, no, he was he didn't have, have a team or anything. It was literally him. That's what he wanted you to think. He had a sniper ready at all times. <laughs> maybe I don't maybe there's probably like some sort of backup thing. He there's probably like a if I don't contact you every eight hours, something yeah. bad happened. Come to my location kind of thing. But yeah, that was the last I heard from him. I haven't heard about him being in a movie. I don't know. It just sounds like you're like, <laughs> oh, yeah, his last movie. breakdown. And then that just that, that's it's just been happening for the last 10 years, I guess. Um, He made that one movie, Honey, I think it was Honey. Yeah. Oh, oh, and he did make that one, um, 
where he's trying to escort um, Taken. An, an autistic friend across the country. Hmm. I didn't watch that. I didn't watch it either. Peanut Butter Falcon? <laughs> are you just saying words? <laughs> <laughs> I think those are words. Am I having a stroke? <laughs> I think that was the name of the movie. Salmonella. I don't know. Paraquin Falcon. <laughs> like, Shia LaBeouf is weird because I like. I respect that he's like doing weird things. I respect that he's doing weird things and things that he wants to do because, like, he probably you know has the money to actually do these things just yeah, freely. Sure. So, but like, also he's sort of pretentious. Super pretentious. <laughs> yeah. I know very little of him other than the uh, do it and the actual cannibal Shia LaBeouf stuff. He also set up a thing in New York, which was just a camera on the wall where people would just go and talk to it and video diary to it. Yeah. Um, people started vandalizing it, obviously. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, well, <clears throat> part of that had to do with the, uh, became a Trump protest too. And so people yeah. who were pro Trump yeah. went there just to fuck with them. Yeah. It was a weird, weird um, I mean, he does a lot. I remember he, oh no, it just like unearthed the memory. He like did a stunt where like he, just set up like rooms he was in and was like flying a flag or something. Oh, and he, like a bunch of people on 4chan kept stealing the flag. He put a flag like in some random unnamed location out in the middle of nowhere and 4chan yeah. somehow found it. <laughs> yeah, because 4chan weirdly scary. Yeah, they are. <laughs> in a lot of ways. It's fucking crazy. I wouldn't even say weirdly scary. I would just say scary, scary. <laughs> yeah, he also did the thing where he um, set up a camera. He watched all of his movies and set up a camera focusing on him. Just to see like his reactions, he did that the whole time. time. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he also did the thing where he watched all of his movies in a row in a theater. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, okay. <Yeah. laughs> um, um. Also, yeah, the name of the movie is The Peanut Butter Falcon. The Peanut Butter Falcon. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. After running away from a residential nursing home to pursue his dream of becoming a pro wrestler, a man who has Down syndrome befriends an outlaw who becomes his coach and ally. Uh, sounds like also I did look it up (laughs) sure (laughs) I did look it up that even Steven's movie actually was the finale okay so yeah weird another downer weird ending yeah it was huh I don't remember the ending of that it was the movie apparently (laughs) they they win a a prize trip to island in the yeah it's like a reality TV show thing I vaguely remember the movie but I don't remember what happens after the end I think they lose they blow up I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember, I think they lose though, because that's like even Stevens. Yeah. yeah. I barely oh. remember even Stevens, quite frankly. Beans. I barely remember even Stevens, quite frankly. Beans. I just remember Beans. It was a weird show. It was a really weird show. Um, how did we get here? <laughs> Lizzie McGuire. Yeah. Because yeah. you talk about sitcoms and yeah. How anyway, you your father. Actually, so I, I know I talk about my distaste for remakes a mm-hmm. lot. I think that, like, the Lizzie McGuire thing is a better idea for a remake, where it's, like, kind of taking what the original was and doing a new twist on it. Like the I guess it's more Lizzie a McGuire con- show? Yeah, like that. how that show would have been. Yeah. That's more what I want, although, of course, I prefer just more new stuff anyways, but, like, sure, if you're gonna do it, that's more what I would want from it like a new take on something rather than just hey here's Lizzie McGuire but um but old not yeah. even but old like here's Lizzie McGuire but it's not Hillary Duff yeah I think that's what ended up being the problem with Girl Meets World which is the Boy Meets World uh, <laughs> sequel spinoff thing is that it was just like hey you like Boy Meets World right what if we did that again but now it's his daughter 
and that was it. And then it was like bad Disney acting and Disney stars. People forget that there's a lot of bad Disney acting. It's almost mostly bad Disney yeah. acting, actually. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah that's why I prefer the cartoons. Yeah, honestly. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, does Marvel count as Disney now? No. Just yes. Disney? Yeah. I would still say it's Disney. It's Marvel. Everything counts as Disney because Disney yeah, owns everything. everything. The, new everything. Simpsons, the new episodes of Simpsons, <laughs> Disney. The new Family Guy episodes, Disney. Technically. It's all Disney. Actually. Everything. <laughs> huh. But, um, nah. <laughs> My, I mean, we're talking about Disney. the shows, like <laughs> yeah. the actual Disney Channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stuff. Um. Oh, something else. I, I wouldn't know anything about like what's on TV right now because I was watched TV and like fucking. I know a lot about years. the cartoons and how they're all getting canceled because they're still on cable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, speaking of cable and television, Liz and I started watching a new reality cooking show, uh, created by Gordon Ramsay. And Gordon Ramsay is one of the hosts, of course. The Great um, British Bake Off 2. No. This they, one with Gordon Ramsay. Oh, that would be bad. That would get canceled immediately. What if it was the UK Gordon Ramsay? Hmm, okay. Yeah, he's very nice. <laughs> very British. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's called the ne- or Next Level Chef. Um, which I am... Is it the one where it's a bunch of children? No, that's uh, Top Chef Junior. Oh. Or, no, Master Chef Junior. That's the one. Oh, Top Gun. Uh, um, so I don't know if you guys remember me talking about this a year ago. It was right after I fucked my foot up and I was like sitting around watching a bunch of stuff. Yeah, sure. Um, I watched a movie called The Platform. Yeah, yeah, we watched that. I don't remember yeah. this. I think we had a conversation about that. <laughs> yeah, so it's about, it's a classism thing. Like the people at the top get, there's like a pe- platform in the middle of a room. There's two people in the room. Yeah. And there's tons of like five star food on there. And they get like a minute and a half to eat as much as they can. They can't keep anything. They have to mm-hmm. eat whatever's there. And once it's gone, it's gone. They can't keep anything or else they'll get killed. Um, and it goes down like a hundred levels, but none of the food is ever replenished throughout the whole thing. So it's just whatever is left over from each level, the next level gets their leftovers. Yeah. So it's just like a commentary on. Seems very ham fisted. Yeah. Yeah. It super is. Uh, people fucking loved it. Um, it's basically like Parasite, but not as good. Yeah. <laughs> Parasite if it was as subtle as a brick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so Snowpiercer. No, <laughs> I don't know. I, I haven't watched the show. Snowpiercer is almost subtle sometimes. Almost. Um. So yeah. What if you take that concept, right? Mm-hmm. But then you get fifteen cooks. Okay. And there's three levels of cooking. Okay. There's a basement where everything is actually dirty, like dirty pans, bad tools, shitty ovens. There's bugs. It's actually bad. Like they make sure that it sucks. There's a they middle put level. The bugs in there. They do. I mean, really? Um, Wouldn't they like go under? They no, they they they're contained as far as I could tell. Anyway, um, there's a middle level which is uh a mostly good kitchen. Like it is a a good kitchen that if you were working in a good restaurant, it would be that would everything there be three star restaurant. Yeah, and then there is a top level which is like a five star restaurant, and it's the best of everything. It lets them show like super expensive advertising things that they can try and sell to people or whatever. Um, here's the slap chop. <laughs> That's in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so they compete, and they're on the, all these levels. And how they get their ingredients is it's on a platform. It's literally <laughs> called the platform as well, and it's a square thing. All the ingredients are on there. The top kitchen gets first, and then the next, and then the next, and then the platform's gone. They can't get anything else. If they forget something, then they just forget that element in cooking. Whoops, I forgot the bread. There was actually my sandwich in episode two... There was somebody on the top level who had like this fucking perfect steak, like perfect cut of steak. Like, even if you cooked it wrong, you could still win. 
and they like had it and they dropped it and oh. it fell all the way to the bottom level on the floor and the guy's like it's from heaven and he like grabbed it and they <laughs> he just washed it off and cooked it oh my god nice did he win uh no but his team didn't get, have an elimination on that round <laughs> no but he didn't die <laughs> but he didn't die <laughs> yeah kind of um and yeah, that's the first half of an episode is like the platform part. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know how he's not sued by the creators of that film because it's literally that. It also like feels like they watched the film and somehow missed the actual point of the film. Yeah, yeah, they missed the message. Yeah. <laughs> like it's like when all those people made Squid Game games. Yeah, when Mr. Beast made his uh Squid Game thing. Yeah. Yeah, he just too. missed the point of it. What? I think he knew the point of it. I think he just ignored it. <laughs> yeah. Uh Mr. Beast, very famous YouTuber, the number one most profitable YouTuber right now on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um He's famous for being rich, rich and yeah. charismatic. Mm-hmm. Uh his whole thing is that he makes a video and he gives away like ten thousand dollars to a sad person. Yeah, he's yeah, like okay, whatever. This kid <laughs> like, needs a new heart. I'm gonna buy him a Tesla. <laughs> Wonder how legit that is. It's that's pretty does that he does yeah. actually like donate a bunch of money yeah. and like and then writes raise it funds. Off, of course. Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, he writes it off. Obviously he's super rich. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, he but invest- he is actually doing stuff with the money. Yeah, he's not yeah. like pretending to do it for the video. And he's like, "All right, give me the shit back." Like he actually does it. Like I guess a good example, like one of the first videos I ever saw of Mr. Beast was that uh, he was going to buy his dad a new car, but he decided to make a video out of it by going to the dealership and paying for the car in pennies. <laughs> it's, it's stuff yeah. like that. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's stuff children watch. <clears throat> I would hate that. Yeah. I would hate it's him. like that, or like uh, <laughs> um, whatever you can fit in the circle, I'll buy for you, kind of thing. Or right. last person take their hand off the car wins the car. There was one stuff. where he bought like an entire Walmart, like all the food from Walmart, and donated it. It's stuff like that. Like he like, does, he does it stuff like, like that. Sounds like performative charity, but whatever. Kind of. <laughs> yeah. He he does follow through with all his stuff. Like yeah. I mean, at least there's that. Yeah, but... he'll like do stuff. Like his most recent thing is he like raised 15 million pounds for. Uh, Team Seas, which is a charity about taking trash out of the ocean. Oh, I think I saw something about that because, like, there's a lot of um, YouTubers, YouTubers yeah. like promoting that. Like, if you donate a dollar, then like a pound of trash, trash. yeah, yeah, take out of the ocean or something. Which like, is kind was... of the sequel to Team Trees, where it's like you donate a dollar and they'll plant a tree. Mm-hmm. Probably more useful than explaining <laughs> yeah. a bunch of trees, yeah. but yeah, um, but yeah, like he he follows through. What? Say what you will about his stupid rich assholeness. Like, he actually does fall through. Yeah. I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah. It's... He's the least bad rich person. Yeah. He's the least. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, he's, he's doing what he can to do good things with his money. Yeah. Um. But yeah, he also... He did uh, Squid Games. Mm-hmm. But it was like... It wasn't like he actually killed them, obviously. No. But he, it was Squid Games and they follow. competed for like Actually, that's the first time he didn't follow through. He didn't actually kill anyone. Unfortunate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, was it like other youtubers because no no like just, just people, people. Okay. Yeah. Like, i think you could I mean, just he, sign up to do it yeah, yeah he's a, not even the only one but a lot of other people did that like uh, penguin zero did the same thing too and like he didn't kill the people who lost but he shot him with a paintball gun yeah so yeah. good yeah you know uh, missing the point yeah yeah, <laughs> <That's exactly. laughs> yeah um, um I, anyway he did that yeah i guess i don't know like is i guess again i'm not like super into cooking shows anyways like is yeah. that just that's it then like yeah but like instead of like how in all the other gordon ramsay things like they like you're fucking this up like they actually like help them through stuff and like so it's your uk gordon ramsay stuff it's closer to uk it's like a mixture between american and uk actually he'll like yell at someone who's putting dirt on their fucking steak or yeah, something he'll be like did you put the entire salt shaker on this fucking thing <sighs> and he's all right like, listen yeah, we can fix this all right <laughs> In this, he's more like, uh, maybe you shouldn't do this. Yeah. That might be a bad idea. There was like one where somebody was like doing, which 
I don't even understand what the problem is here because I don't understand the flavors. But he was like, so you're doing a basil truffle chicken? Maybe be careful with the basil. It's a lot. It's kind of weird for this dish. Sage. Yeah, it's oh, more, sage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's a little umami. You might want a little more salty of a flavor. <laughs> but he was like, uh, maybe uh, just be real light on the sage. It's it's a lot for that kind of dish. It's kind of mm-hmm. weird. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I got it. I got it. And he's like, now I get cuts to his interview. He's like, I don't know what he's doing here. That dish is going to be garbage or whatever. <laughs> then there's that lady that was like, how dare you use that much sage with truffle oil? Yeah, like, he was like on, because there's three coaches and they're all split up in teams. And she's like, I hope this isn't, I don't know his name. Like, I hope this isn't David's dish. If it is, I'm going to be pissed. How dare he use sage and truffle <laughs> at the same time on a chicken breast? Uh, <laughs> uh, it's what, it, that stuff always reminds me of like, one of my favorite pro ZD sketches where it's like when you're watching cooking shows, it's like, what is that presentation? Oh, fuck. I burnt my hot, my pizza rolls. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I get, I probably won't watch it. If I watch it, maybe an episode, I don't know. Just a lot of cooking. Like you say this a lot, like a lot of cooking shows just feel the same to me. Yeah. Yeah. They super do. Yeah. So. Honestly. Um, I just, it's it's drama. Just funny. It's so. funny, dumb drama reality that I can turn my brain off with. Reality yeah, I show. Just feel like it's funny to you though that they just took the premise from that movie. Yeah, like I went online immediately, and there was like a million things of like they aren't sued. What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> was that movie good? I don't like it, but people loved it. I thought it was, it was okay, right. but like. Was it too yeah, ham-fisted? It was pretty bit, ham-fisted. Yeah. It's super. <laughs> Wait, what do you? Face. Is it just like? Snowpiercer then were like, oh hey look, it's bad. Okay, here's the protagonist to unbat it. Or like what nope. what do you nope. do for so an hour and a half? It's definitely one of those things where like they want to like tug at your heartstrings and be like, uh uh-huh. So basically in a weird way, like to give a super quick premise of the movie without spoiling too much about it, it's about a guy who is, you know, dealing with the platform and yeah, feels he's like on it's the bottom or whatever. He goes from like between the bottom and like higher up on the top. Like he jumps back and forth because they change it out every couple of weeks. But um he suffers both you know or he goes from you know suffering from the lowest levels to going up to some of the highest levels and he gets uh at his highest point gets up to level six and decides that he wants to try to change the platform and so him and the uh, guy that he's a roommate with decide to ride down the platform and like kind of try to ration out the food so everybody can eat and in a weird way like towards the end of the movie they become uh by trying to change the system they become the new oppressors of the system okay so bad allegories yeah Mm, yeah, it's not great honestly people fucking loved it because it was like a one of those i thought it was okay but i wasn't like oh this is you know the greatest message of our generation yeah that that was kind of my thing like i get what they were doing with it but like i feel like there's other stories that have told it better it's for people who thought parasite was too subtle honestly yes (laughs) okay uh yeah yeah, because it, it's almost like that thing that I said before at Squid Games. It's just like, oh, like I can see why people like this, but it's kind of feels like Running Man. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I just uh, I get I get a lot of Squid Game because it just came out at a good time. I still think the ending of Squid Game is really it's bad. bad. Yeah, it's fucking garbage. I'm definitely not ever going to watch season two when that comes out. But like, yeah. I definitely get why people like a lot of Squid Games, especially because like I think it's one of the only ones of that type of like message that I've seen in a while have an episode like the hell episode. We're like, oh, here's them going back to normal life. By the way, capitalism sucks, doesn't it? <laughs> like, because like, it's one of those things where like a lot of the allegory gets lost on people when yeah. you take it out. Because like, if it was just the Squid Games part, as you see with a lot of idiots, they're like, this is communism. Yeah, and it's like, yeah. no, look, 
They're here because capitalism is a fucking terrible, shitty system. It's a fucking of... joke, man. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. Like, that, that's definitely the appeal of Squid Games for a lot of people. Yeah. But yeah. Whereas that just sounds kind of baby's first thought <laughs> process. Yeah. yeah. I, don't, I feel rude, like, because there probably are people who do. Baby's first classism. Do generally like that. I don't know. <laughs> Okay, yeah. it's one of those things. The more media you consume, the more like stuff like that doesn't hit you as hard. Yeah, yeah. Is ultimately what happens. Like after you watch Parasite, and like uh, see a lot of that, some of the like stepping stones don't feel as good. Yeah, I think Parasite is one of those things to where like it did it so well. I don't think anybody's gonna be able to do it. Maybe him again. I don't know. You, is Snowpiercer the show hitting some of that stuff for you? You said it hits some of that, but like. I would say that's not the concentrate. That's season one's concentration. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's season two's concentration. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Season two is like anti-war. What is it even good for? Absolutely nothing. Ooh, ah. Say it. Say it again. All right. <laughs> uh, uh, hey, uh, Sam. Yeah. You watch stuff? Um, watch a lot of YouTube. Um, I. I haven't really watched a lot of other things outside that. I sort of watched this. Sh- no, I haven't finished it, but I watched this show on Prime. I forgot what it. Oh, it's called The Romanoffs, and basically, it's about. It's like in um, what is that kind of show? What is I can't fucking Game of Thrones? No. Nna. Handmaid's Tale. It's one of those shows where like it's basically follows a different character with each episode. Anthology. Uh, anthology. That's the that's the <laughs> fucking that's word I was looking for. I cannot think. But um, Twilight Zone. Uh, shut the fuck up! I swear <laughs> to God. Spaghetti and Um, but yeah, it's basically just follows like these characters that are like supposedly related to the Romanovs somehow, whether it be like um, like directly related, like they were actually in the room <laughs> when the Romanovs were shot down or they're like i don't know descendants somehow but so my history is failing me a bit romanos were like a real people right yeah um is i was gonna say for real... the idiot in the room here what's what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> the romanos were like a royal family and like there's like whole rasputin thing and yeah oh yeah rasputin was they tried to kill rasputin five times and reported <laughs> each failed miserably Huh. I mean, none of these stories are true. It's just like a one of them might be true. <laughs> like, I mean, probably the first one was. There's true. also like this whole, you know, like Anastasia that movie, the yeah, Disney movie. Bad. Yeah, it's based off of the whole Romanoff things. Is it Disney? Yeah, I think Disney's Disney. Yeah, Fantasia, Fantasia, right? Isn't it called Fantasia? No, no. that's Fantasia. Fantasia. No, that's... I think it was a DreamWorks movie. Um, and Anastasia. I think that's Disney. I'll Google Sam. You keep talking. Okay. Anyway, um. There is like this there's been like this whole running thing where like Anastasia is still alive like she survived the whole thing because I I don't know I guess her body wasn't there or something I don't know but um and apparently there's just like these people or these women that have like that are apparently Anastasia but you know it's not like proven or anything they just like <laughs> yeah it's but... like a like a actual thing like yeah like an actual thing okay so it's not like fictional history or historical fiction this show is like fictional like okay. yeah that's what i was asking like is it yeah okay but also it is a disney movie now oh it's disney movie. Disney it was a, a don bluth 
movie oh, yeah, yeah. originally okay. produced by 20th Century Fox. Okay. Uh, and now Disney's putting its logo all over it. Is Disney actually I can understand that. Yeah, it's on Disney Plus. Okay. Of course it's on fucking Disney Plus. Everything's going to be on no, Disney No, because you know what's not on Disney Plus? Goddamn Dave the Barbarian, one of the best Disney animated shows. How many episodes are there of that even? There's like a season, maybe two. I'm looking it up on IMDb right now. <laughs> I think there as vets two seasons. But anyway. Like, there? Yeah, sorry, Sam. Um... Yeah, the whole like Romanoff thing. There's so much like um like story surrounding it. Like there's like a hor- his actual historical thing behind it, but like there's a lot of like made up stories and stuff <laughs> behind. I don't know. It's interesting history and interesting, I guess, rabbit hole. Anyway, but <laughs> there's 21 episodes of Dave the Barbarian. Yeah, <laughs> like why isn't that on Disney Plus? Come on, they don't even have like cover photos for half the episodes. No. But anyway, I watched some of that, and yeah, sorry. Christina Hendricks was in one of them. Do they do they ever play Rasputin the song? Ra ra Rasputin, Rasputin mm, I don't think so, but Ooh. there's a guy that plays Rasputin, Rasputin as an actor. What? <laughs> yeah, and like yeah, because the yeah, I don't know. It's weird. <laughs> it's the same episode with Christina Hendricks in it. Oh huh. yeah. Anyway, show seems weird. It is kind of weird, but interesting. It's, yeah. Okay. <laughs> if you're into that sort of weird. You're into the Romanovs. <laughs> retelling of a historical, <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, oh, no. Yeah. Robbie, how about you? No? So I haven't really watched a whole lot of things. Really close to the microphone. It's very close. <laughs> why, is your, why is it Mike dying? Uh, it d- d- just doesn't want to be sideways. What if you make it up then? Then I can't hear Sam. You're moving it anyways. Yeah. Anyways, um, I didn't so much like watch anything, mostly because like I didn't get internet at my new place until recently. Because recently I moved. Yeah. Uh, called last week about getting internet to my new place, and it, they're like, "Okay, well, we'll get it to you on Wednesday." I'm like, "Okay, cool." And then Wednesday comes, and I still don't have internet, even though they say I have internet. I don't. <clears throat> like don't worry we're gonna charge you for it though yeah pretty much um <laughs> and then i was like cool well i i called them up and they're like oh why don't you self-service like self-service doesn't work if i don't have internet it's like oh i'll get your internet up and running i don't have internet so i can't get it up and running <laughs> and so i had like i had like that whole conversation and like oh, well. turning off and on your router <laughs> yeah it's like oh well do you have anywhere else you can plug it in yeah i tried it there too still doesn't work okay well we're gonna try restarting your router and then like uh they're like it's gonna take uh, like three to five minutes and like i just stayed on the phone with silence on my end for three to five minutes and then like they didn't even have music playing to me or anything (laughs) yeah kind of (laughs) and like just randomly pops up like going from like complete silence to okay so is it working now i was like no it's still not working (laughs) okay well we're gonna send someone over there on saturday it's like okay cool i guess and then um it's like yeah they'll be there there anywhere between 8 30 in the morning and 4 30 in the afternoon it's like oh okay cool <laughs> and so i texted dry like hey i might be late to the podcast because i might be waiting for a guy to come and fix my internet and uh yeah i get off work on thursday like i go to bed at like because i you know work the odd hours that i work yeah. i go to bed at like 5 30 in the morning like right before 10 a.m shows up i get a call on Friday, like, hey, this is so and so from uh from CenturyLink. I'm trying to find your apartment, and like, it's like what? And he's like, well, I'm at the building, I just don't know which apartment you're at. And like, y- you guys know where my apartment is. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. literally, like, there's the front door, and then there's uh like the stairs, and then my apartment. And so yeah. like, 
I literally just got out of bed, like still probably looking pissed because I just woke up and like open up the door and he's standing in the doorway just like while I peek my head out of my apartment. And he goes, oh, and just like walks up the stairs. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't help that like without me revealing like exactly where I live or anything like that. Um, yeah, it doesn't help at five, one, two, uh, <laughs> roaring. <laughs> Roaring 20s, one, 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 yeah. one. Um, yeah, uh, for some reason, like, they have a four on all of the apartments Every where I live at. door, yeah. Yeah, all of them, like, because, like, it's a three, like, yeah, because all of them are, like, three-digit numbers. And uh, whenever I call them, like, get internet access, like, oh, well, there's no that number of that apartment, but there's one, or there's that number with a four in front of it. Like, all of them had a four in front of it for some reason. That's weird. And so, like, according to them, that's where I live is, like, it's not just, you know, blank, blank, blank number. It's four blank, blank, blank number. Okay. Yeah. So he had no idea where I lived because he couldn't find a four blank, blank, blank (laughs) place, even though he's, like, standing right in front of my door. And, like, I answered it, like, from my dark-ass apartment because I have blackout curtains where I live, Mm. or in my apartment now. It's like, cool, you live in the void. (laughs) (laughs) I always wonder what this looks like. Kind of. And, like, well, there is that and, like, at one point in time, like he was trying to like get everything working for because uh, apparently like none of the wires were just hooked up correctly for Internet in that entire apartment. That sounds about right it's for like, an apartment. He goes into your wall. He's like, so there's no wires in here. Yeah. <laughs> so I undid the jet. Oh, yeah. The phone jack and our uh, unplug arm uh, took off the thing. And there's just a big uh, middle finger right there. <laughs> but no, like I dealt with that whole thing. And like he was at my place for like two hours to finally get the Internet up and running. And then still went to work that Friday <laughs> because, of course, I did. Why do you do this to yourself? What I don't know. going to do just not show up. Yeah. What yeah. am I going to do? Not work and just play on the Internet? Or that I just got working in my place? Come on. Come on. <laughs> I almost did because, like, I went back to bed and then, like, I was supposed to be to work at three. You get sick days there, Robbie. I do. But, like, I had to use one recently for not being sick. Yeah, it yeah. happens. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, like I basically have like no vacation time right now. Yeah. So, yeah, so when they told you Saturday, they actually meant Saturday Japan time. Uh, apparently, because they showed up <laughs> at five o'clock at oh yeah, not five o'clock in the morning. They showed up on Friday at ten a.m. Like while well, I was like only, I was still like kind of halfway asleep. It's very frustrating. I just imagine Robbie just goes back to bed while they're just fucking around in his apartment. I see it? Actually. If I didn't have to move my bed to get our uh, the internet up and running, I might have. Because I will say I. I definitely relate to the thing where sometimes apartments will just have like certain jacks just not work. Yeah. Like I try to set up the router in my room because, you know, I have one person living in my house. Yeah. You. Yeah. That one doesn't just that just doesn't work for some reason. (laughs) Yeah. I've dealt with that before. Yeah. I had to use the one in the living room and then had to buy a new Ethernet cord. That's like 100 feet long. Sweet. I think the funny thing about that is um, I know that like uh with dry his router is in his room because whenever i lived with him i wanted internet in my room but i didn't want to have to deal with the wi-fi so i just bought a 50 foot ethernet cable and put or like put it through his room to this room which yes, is why he has first. ethernet cape or ethernet internet to this room no we had another cable for that um it just wasn't 50 we used feet to have long. two we used to have two no i had a 75 foot one. Oh. um i am notorious for having like, cables that are far too long for what i need yeah <laughs> I, you should see the. You should look closely at the one from my router to my room. <laughs> if you look, there's just like a corner where there's just a clump of a bunch of cable because <laughs> I just didn't feel like doing nice. I I do not have wire management skills. I've never have, and I don't care enough to. I know fire hazard, obviously, but I don't care enough to. 
find out better skills. Yeah, I, I don't I don't want anybody to ever look behind the entertainment center in our living room. Uh, I know that you do have like a hundred foot HDMI cable because I remember when I mm-hmm. gave you your computer for your uh, you didn't want to bring the computer downstairs. So you just bought a hundred foot uh, HDMI cable. Seems easier. Yeah. And so like I remember I just like came downstairs one time and there's just like an HDMI cable block just like sitting in the middle of the stairs. <laughs> That's what you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, like I dealt with that whole dumb thing and then end up going to work. Or I was actually 45 minutes late because I fell back asleep after the guy left and then woke up late to get our go to work. But since it was overtime shift thing, they don't give a shit. Yeah, they didn't really care. Like I walked in 45 minutes late and they're like, oh, like you had a hard time getting out of bed. I was like, yeah, I basically laid in bed going, God, give me a reason to go to work. And then Jesus jumped through my front window and went, you're poor. <laughs> I hate when he does that. Yeah. yeah, so now I need to get my windows replaced. Yeah, Jesus came in and was like, You need the 15 an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, I beat Control recently, or at least beat the main yeah, storyline for Control. I'm just yeah. doing the DLC stuff now. Um, so, as somebody who plays video games properly, Robbie, yeah. what do you think of the game? God damn it. Uh, there are certain parts that are unreasonably hard, but for the most part, it's fine. Like, Towards the ending of the game, I storyline wise, I like what they did with the ending of it, where they had kind of that false ending before the real ending and how like it kind of made you question things that happened all the way up until that point. Um, the actual ending of the game was too easy, if you ask me, compared to everything else in that game. What do you think of all the files you find? They're fine. Uh, it kind of gives me SCP vibes with it, because like how they have certain parts that are like blacked out so you don't get the full story of it. And mm-hmm. like uh, C notes, this, this and this like it is very like it was SCP archives enough that i started listening to an scp arc archive podcast after i beat the game <laughs> um, um other than that like i do like how it does add to like the storyline of like everything that you find there and like all the objects of power and alter wor- world events and it gives like more details of like what's actually happening and makes it feel more like a secretive organization yeah i like the files a lot that's yeah. like half the reason to play that game for me what was your favorite weirdest part probably the fridge yeah. <laughs> good, yeah the fridge was pretty good oh, i liked yeah. that and like the or how the fact that there's a former in there and it kind of almost shows that formers actually were board members at one point in time but mm-hmm. they're not anymore which is why they're formers i kind of like that whole idea behind it kind of adds more I, I i like the sense of mystery in that game how like they'll give you glimpses or glimpses and like pieces of the puzzle to give you an idea of what's happening but they never give you the full story and even mm-hmm. at the end of the game they're like well might never fully know what the fuck just happened but yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, I like it a lot. Yeah, like I said, it kind of like jumped up my uh, love for SCP a little bit more, which is why I've been listening to more SCP archives. Because like, and I don't mean this like in an insult- insulting way. Control is like diet SCP. It's a what? It's a diet SCP. Diet? Yeah, diet. Mm, disagree. You haven't. I don't even know like SCP. Any- yeah, yeah, you can't. <laughs> the reason, the main reason I do say that though, because like, there's certain things in the SCP files you just could not like could not put in the video game but they actually do have like an scp video game that is also diet scp you get like three scps in that game um but like because of the archives and like how that works with scps like some of the stuff you deal with in the scp archives is like world ending stuff so since we're on the subject here i did start watching a thing on netflix okay it's called archive 81 i didn't think about it until now but is it like an scp thing haven't seen archive 81 so i couldn't tell you it like but just came out it might be if, if it is it's not gonna be like officially scp stuff like it's well, not gonna, yeah because like i think one of the jurisdictions of scp is you're not actually supposed to make money with it 
No, people have made money with it. So for people that don't know, what does SCP stand for? Security Containment. Okay. Protocol. Secure, Contain, Protect. <laughs> yeah. And okay. yeah, what it is, it's basically kind of like control of just like they find these weird altered like altered world item things or things that don't like really belong within civilization. And like they basically do what they can to secure, and contain and protect these things from the general public. So that way it doesn't affect people's like our daily lives okay, or like possibly even end the world. Genuinely, I think control, control. I think yeah. control was very inspired by. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, 100%. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh. It's it's just one of the cool parts about the internet because it's like super open source, so anyone can write mm-hmm. stories about it. Yeah, which is why like Basically with SCP, like, creepy pasta. <laughs> yeah, but a kind little of. more yeah. structured. Yeah, okay. not like the evil cameraman and takes pictures of me and I eat my face after getting the picture <laughs> taken of me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like I do like the because like with like I said the SCP. Um, foundation it goes from like stuff that's literally like harmless but it's just weird so they keep it away from the public to yeah. things that could possibly be world ending if they don't do something about it like right now yeah like some are just like it's a piece of paper that just like copies itself yeah and it's like, um, oh. i don't know if it was a piece of paper they do have a cake yeah that replicates a... itself but like the only like reason the, the only way that it's a danger to people is if they eat it because then it just replicates itself in the person's stomach until they explode uh, other than that, like it's yeah. harmless. They just don't know what to do with it because it's constantly replicating itself, and so it could become a problem if it replicates too much. Uh, but like ones that are like world ending is like the Scarlet King or the Devourer or um, or like the Angry Planet is another one because like they found a planet in the solar system that apparently uh, is destroying other planets, kind of thing. Just, sound, just sounds like Doctor Who episodes. A lot of it is Doctor <laughs> Who. Yeah, some of it. Uh, the big one is basically the. Uh, the Scarlet King, the angel ones, whatever oh, it's called, the Weeping point. Angels. Yeah, weeping oh yeah, angels. yeah. Like one of the biggest angels. SCPs <laughs> is, <laughs> I don't know, like which came first, Chicken or Egg? Probably I, Doctor Who. I think that episode, the episode like thirty I don't years know. old, right? Doctor Who, the Weeping Angels are very old. Yeah, yeah. Well, so, uh, technically, the very first SCP was an SCP that, if uh, while you're looking at it, if you blink, it kills you. Yeah, like that's when was that made? I think was like it before two thousand three. It might have. Like SCP is really old in some weird areas. I I guarantee you the Doctor Who is probably older, but like there's a chance it's not. I don't know, but probably is Doctor Who first. Let's see. First appearance of Weeping Angels in 2007. Okay. Known as the Lonely Assassins. Okay. Yeah, I'm trying to find the SCP. I know it's 17 something. 1376. Can I talk about a thing? Yeah, absolutely. You can talk about a thing. Well, I look for this SCP. So I finished that book, Flowers in the Attic. <laughs> yeah. And I fucking pretty much hated all of it. Yeah. Cool. So like apparently like kids read this shit. Kids read it? I apparently there's like a lot of people with memories of like reading this book when they were kids. And it's just fucked up because it's very incesty and like That's the whole thing. And it like the thing that pisses me off the most is that like um, tries to s- normalize it, I guess. But also, there is a brother and sister part, and it's rapey, and it's rape apologist <laughs> because, like, um, since he's a man or teenage boy, whatever, um, 
and he has like no outlet. Apparently, that gives him an excuse to like rape his sister. And then she's like, "Oh no, it's okay. I understand. You're a man. You have no outlet." <laughs> and I fucking hated that, and I hated it so much. It uh, it explains why it became such a hit on Lifetime. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then I like. <sighs> I hate myself for it, but like I hated that book, but then I like had to start on the next one. <laughs> so I'm like, oh god, this is the worst. And then there's just like pedophilia stuff in there. It's like, oh yes, um older men love love like 14, 15 year old girls, and that's just a known fact that they're attracted to them and they can't fucking um control themselves around. <laughs> Yeah, it's really fucked up. It's like Lolita vibes, sort of. And I don't Who know. Who is this written by? V.C. Andrews? I think it's V.C. Andrews. Male? No. Woman, I think. Let me see. V.C. Andrews, American novelist, woman. That's her. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, I... It's the worst. <laughs> it doesn't sound good. It's like some gross, weird, like taboo, erotic, like softcore erotic literature I, for teens. And that's what fuck, is so fucked up about it. It's like, I don't know. It's so just, is it like telling teenagers it's okay to have sex with your sibling? It's not saying it's okay, but it's like not saying it's like the worst thing because... If you love somebody enough, then, like, what's the harm in fucking your your fucking uncle or whatever? <laughs> yeah, it's really fucking bad. Um, I don't like it. Yeah, it's bad. And, like, it, there's movies made about it. What the fuck? <laughs> Hit movies, in fact. Yeah. Very popular. <sighs> Kids read this shit. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway. Hated bad. it. Yeah. Bad. Hated it. So you're gonna finish them. <laughs> I did. I did find uh when that uh June twenty second two thousand seven. Yeah, I found it too. I was waiting for her to finish. Oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, so I'm gonna guess the episode probably came out first, and then they <laughs> created the probably. Thing. Yeah, I would assume. If not, weird coincidence. Because Doctor Who that episode was probably filmed in like two thousand six or two thousand five yeah, yeah. with how Doctor Who runs. So like, I'm not saying Doctor Who copied it. If it yeah. happened to come out a little later. I'm just saying it would be a funny coincidence. extremely coincidental. Yeah. I think it is mostly just coincidental because like the whole idea is like they call it the or because this is just like a random story that was or yeah, the very first SCP was a random story that was written in paranormal for 4chan, apparently. Right. But I don't, yeah. I don't think that makes it coincidental from that. I think probably Doctor Who came out and they're like, I want that in an SCP. I, it was the first SCP, if I remember correctly. So like that started the entire. Yeah, that started the entire well, thing. I feel like that's a theme that's just been around forever. Like. Even like X Files and shit like that. Well, yeah, that right. too. Because like, there, there's been a couple, yeah, a handful of different stories of like, if you take your eyes off of it, it kills you, kind of thing. Also, uh, well, I found Medusa, the official date. Look at her. <laughs> oh, sorry, yeah. uh, the official date of Blink was June 9th. So they probably watched that episode <laughs> and got it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, Doctor Who started SCP. <laughs> yeah, you could say that. I think confidently. <laughs> yeah, it's probably arguable. Or the X Files. I mean, all those, like, sci-fi uh, kind of horror 
trope things definitely yeah. started because like again the big thing about scp is it's open source so er, er, like most... sci-fi meets government yeah like, yeah thing <laughs> like there's not i don't think there's a whole lot of things that did like the entire structure that scp ended up going for which is kind of what everything it did really well yeah <laughs> um but yeah well i just mean like the government containment protocol part of it x-files had that was it okay yeah that there was the, the that was like a huge story like the big mm-hmm. mystery of the show for a while was like the smoking man runs yeah. this big secret file area mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah and that is kind of the same thing with scp because there is uh what's known as the five which is like basically the five people who run uh the scp foundation and no one knows who they are yeah yeah so, X-Files so it is, and, yeah, yeah it, it's more x-files than anything else um mm-hmm. But once again, like I said, that also goes between that, like between X Files, SCP Foundation, and Control, and yeah. But yeah, SCP uh, definitely t- ran with it. I guess yeah. I would oh, yeah. say though, whereas... but it's gone to the point where, like you know, there's all like everybody is constantly creating and they're, they're constantly creating and deleting SCPs, kind of on their popularity and whether it's actually even a good story or not. And then like actual stories are written about a lot of the SCPs and stuff like that, and. It goes from, like I said, little tiny things that really don't matter, considered to be safe to like world ending events and stuff like that. Like uh, one story that I kind of want to get into, which apparently someone just basically wrote a novel called the Oro. I think it's Ouroboros. like the Ouroboros effect or something like that, where it's saying or basically the whole idea of that story is that um, uh, basically the entire universe um, has gone through like the Ouroboros effect where like it ends and then it kind of just restarts again. And how it's done this three times before and we're close to it happening a fourth time. The Matrix. <laughs> No? Yes? No? That's the Matrix. Which part? Which Matrix <laughs> so, does that? The first Matrix the trilogy. doesn't. The first trilogy, that's the entire point of it. I've only seen the first is one. Is that like so, the Neo that we're on right now is like the seventh Neo? Really? Yeah. Well, that's, it's not even so much saying that like the world is like fake or anything like that. It's saying like it's actually happened within like the actual structure of the world. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the Matrix. Not saying within the Matrix. I'm saying I'm like, saying that's the movie trilogy. No, yeah, that's like the that, saying like the point of the actual movies of the Matrix is it's that idea. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, I, I'm not going to get into that argument. No one's going <laughs> to ever watch the second and third Matrix movie to contest Dry on that. So they're not good. <laughs> but yeah, anyways, like that's basically how that whole rant started. Is like uh, me playing Control got me on another kick for SCP. <laughs> Control's good. So is SCP Foundation. Control is a I, neat game. I will have to believe you on the SCP thing because I just—it's too much for me to be like. I'm just gonna read all of it. Now. I mean, I'm yeah, also getting. That's into, not what you're supposed to do. Yeah, you're, it's basically you, like you find stories that you find interesting in there. Like I found the Devourer SCP three thousand to be interesting. Like, how do you know they're interesting unless you read them? Just read them. Usually, you can look up online. Yeah, mm-hmm. people will tell you which ones are like the really good ones. Yeah, and like that's kind of the whole idea of the um podcast i'm listening to is they do like dramatizations of what's considered to be some of the most infamous or some of the most popular scps what if i don't trust them then that's up to you <laughs> what if you don't trust anything like what exactly I, it's actually one of those things that i've said in an earlier podcast too if i had an infinite amount of time i'd probably read all of the scp foundation i feel stories, like you would but... regret if you read every single one because there are some <laughs> that are definitely li- written by literal children i mean that's kind of the whole idea of it though is like you don't know if it's going to be a good or, or a good story or not until after you read it. But like, and it has been 50 50 because I've read, read a pretty decent amount. I think I've read about 50 or 60 of them myself. And it's kind of like a hit or miss whether it's going to be good or not. But the ones that are good are really good. I feel like for me, like I had that spout whenever like the creepypasta thing was big. Yeah. 
And like, I feel like I I've had my fill of that and I don't need any more personally. Like, I feel like it's the same. Uh, it's like, thing. And, uh, that's, that's just one of the things, just how you consume media. Yeah. Like you asking, how would I read all of that? Already says that you wouldn't really get into SCP because it's not about consuming a lot all of it. It's just I, like if I want, if I'm gonna know stories. something about it, I want to know all of the thing about it. I don't want to know some of the thing about it. I mean, like literally, what it is is it's basically saying like, "Hey, this like here's the archives of files of like all the different monsters that were." Yeah, no, I, part I, of I it. totally like, get yeah. it. But if I want, if and I'm, if like, I get into something, I want to know all the thing. And I, I couldn't. So I just wouldn't do I it. mean. <laughs> I guess another good example of that is like with control, you don't know all the thing of control either, but that's kind of the whole idea. I knew very little of the thing according to Dry. I read the thing about how they found human teeth. That's all I ever needed to read. But the thing with control <laughs> is that you know as much as the character. Like you're you're living through this character essentially. It's a video game. You're playing a thing. But like SCP is like here's everything. So like I'm, I'm and yeah, it's kind of like to read everything. There's stories in there too that you can read and like. I know, just I'm just like telling you my mindset. Yeah. I'm not saying it's bad or good because of this. I'm yeah. just saying, like, if I'm not, I'm never going to get into it because if I get into a thing, I want to know all the thing. And yeah. I, if there's, I, there's not enough time for that. So I'm just not. It, it's do basically, it. yeah, it's basically one of those, like, if Dry wants to go into a rabbit hole, he wants to completely explore the rabbit hole, but there's too many tunnels to this one in particular. Yeah, so I just don't care. My mind shuts off. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like oh, I separate. see. If I think about that, yeah. about the fucking pieces of paper and control, it's a terrible thing. But if yeah, you you're think about person. that, about oh my an entire thing on the fucking... <laughs> they're different. They're very different. Yeah. Oh but that's also one reason why I'm saying that, like, control is SCP light. Because there's, it's pretty much impossible to read all of SCP with not only, like, all the entries, but also all the stories that are connected to some of the entries and everything else. Like, it, it, there's a lot there. Because yeah, it's been going... Because, like, they made the SCP website in 2008, and they've been constantly adding to the website since 2008. Mm-hmm. And then Control is just Control. Yeah, it's finite. It's a story. It has things in this world it wants to tell you. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. I can talk about another thing. Well, there is shortly. one thing that Dry watched that I was interested because in, it's something I had seen previously. Yes. And told him you should watch it. E recommended another uh, online documentary to me from Defunct Land. Um, <clears throat> how much do you know about lines? Lines? <laughs> like, like, like lines? At, like at, at an amusement park. I mean, I know it takes forever sometimes. And it's fucking annoying and not worth it. Do you want to know everything, everything. about lines? <laughs> Is this a Defunct Land episode? Yeah. Uh-huh. I think. I've seen that, but I haven't watched it. <laughs> um, I did not realize how complicated a line was. <laughs> well, like, why? Why? So, just the amount of factors that go into yeah. what makes a line a good line or a bad line. Okay. So, uh, the pre- the main thing about this episode is about the Disney Fast Pass. Which I know nothing about. No, I, I or I knew nothing about. Oh, it. I knew. No, I I like had a misunderstanding of what it was when I used to think I knew about it, and apparently they changed it anyways. <laughs> yeah, I've seen like the video. I haven't watched it, but I like mm. saw on my. It is a full length documentary, just about Fast Pass. Yeah. Okay. I think I genuinely think it's one of his best works, though, for sure. It's. I wouldn't say that. I th- still think that the weird one about the weird 
weird band oh. is his best thing. <laughs> I could see that. I don't know. I think production wise, this one does a lot more. That makes me really appreciate it. I think there's a difference in like the media type because the other one about the band, uh, Hectics or whatever. Helix? Helix. 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 That one is very much a documentary. Like that is yeah. a mainstream documentary. Anybody could watch that and enjoy it. Sure. I think mm-hmm. Defunct Land is a insanely good YouTube documentary. I think they're different genres. That's, I guess, fair. Like if the Helix one was on Netflix, you would have watched it. Yeah. Even though you would, I think if that was on, me about it. I know, <laughs> but I think like so if that was on Netflix or Hulu, I think it would have had like a huge cult following. Does Defunctland still run that website where it basically shows like it's like basically like an an amusement park in its own, where it like uh, I don't all think the they, history of the things they, that they talk I think about. They don't as much. They have mm. like random stuff they do. I think that was more of a thing when they're like a smaller. Well, Defunct Land's original premise was like, what if you made an amusement park based off all the defunct rides? (laughs) And they ended up pivoting towards what they are now, which is a very different thing. I think a good pivot because I think they kind of pulled themselves when they were only talking about defunct amusement Mm -hmm. park rides. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it's it's cool. It goes into like the logistics of what it means to have just a normal line. What if there was a line that had a secondary line? What if there was a line that had a, a fake line, but it was the yeah. best line ever? And like, it just like going into like, what makes a line or a queue to make it yeah. uh, more understandable instead of just a line, I should say queue, um, of like, what makes it an effective queue? What makes it a good queue, a bad queue? How do you make a better queue? Is it our queues just fucked at this point? Like, and how did Disney <laughs> fuck it up terribly? Yeah. It's a. Uh, how did Disney make it to, uh, the queue so complicated that you actually have to do hours and days of research to understand how to ride a ride? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, like that's a thing right guess now. I guess I have to watch this video. <laughs> yeah. I guess since if you're going to watch it, we shouldn't go too much into it then. Yeah, it's but, just, um, it's. I think anything Disney like puts me off. I'm like, ugh. Well, Defunct Lane is very an- like anti Disney, which actually. is very apparent if you yeah. watch a lot of his stuff. Like, he's very like, Disney is a terrible company. In a lot of ways, like they do a great thing and they constantly fuck it up. Yeah, like, <laughs> one of the running jokes is he talks about how Michael Eisner genuinely just screwed everything up when he went into command. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's crazy. Yeah, but like, yeah, the Fast Pass is crazy because like it goes into the whole history of the Fast Pass too. Like it started and it was like, all right, here's a weird ticket. If you pay more, you can ride these luxury rides. Yeah, and then this thing was like. Hey, this is kind of classist and like not very great. So they took that out. Anyone could go to any ride, but then they're like, "Ooh, there's a long, long lines." So that's when they actually introduced the fast pass. Sam's getting another beer while I explain this. Yes, she is. <laughs> She's just drinking all my beer. Oh, you some Um, and that fast pass was you just go to a little place. You print off a ticket and it tells you when to go back to get on the ride. Which in theory, great. Yeah, in fact, like it was really good, it turned out. Like it really expedites the process and much to Disney's love, uh, it made people go on rides they really wouldn't normally go on. Yeah, it made them go around the park and kill time, like get more food, buy more gifts, go on rides they wouldn't have yeah. thought about before. Mm-hmm. Um then Disney thought, hmm, what if we found a way to make more money off of this? And mm-hmm. that's when everything went terrible. <laughs> yeah, actually. And like, it's so crazy just looking at how quickly they messed it up. Yeah, because like, basically what they did is like, 
oh well like we can add a system where you can like check on your phone to get fast pass <laughs> information but you can't uh, get pre- the fast pass on yeah there. this was flip phone era oh god <laughs> no so uh, ten dollars a month or a year or something. <laughs> Every one hundred and eighty-eight days, yeah. ten dollars. Yeah. Wait, ten dollars a month to get information? Yeah. yeah. Oh my god, no. Um. <laughs> so they did that. Uh, that sort of worked, and they found like ways to game the thing where like it'd be like, oh, there's a sixty-minute wait time, and then they would just like bump it up to eighty. Yeah. So people wouldn't go to that area. So they started corralling people, basically. Yeah, they basically found ways to make it to where they would lie to the customers about how long the wait time actually was. So they would go to other places. I hate yeah. Disney. They, they're yeah. not a good company. <laughs> and then then they actually started just charging money for the Fast Pass, basically. Yeah. By, like, booking it as a thing where if you get the Disney Resort stuff, you can just book Fast Passes. And everyone's like, Disney, this is a terrible idea. There's not enough Fast Passes to have people booking all these Fast Passes. So they're just like, all right, we'll just add fast passes to stuff that doesn't need a fast pass. Things that like don't even have a line. Yeah. Like meet and greets, like where you meet Mickey Mouse just or somewhere. <laughs> like that has a fast pass now. They still didn't have any fast passes. Like what <laughs> why? <laughs> Money. Yeah. Money. I mean, yeah. obviously, but like like I, I don't know. I haven't been like to Disney World. And I haven't been to Disneyland since I was like very young where I can't even remember anything about it. I've never been at all. But like when you see the characters, can you just like go up to them? There's not like a line. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah. There's not so, a like, fast what, pass there's there. There's no point. That doesn't yeah, make exactly. sense. It was just to uh. make it so you could say, oh, you can book up to three fast passes early. Mm-hmm. They literally just lied about what it was, basically. <laughs> yeah. And uh. this. So like the big thing this did. Now. Instead of just you get a fast pass and like you just go somewhere else, every single line was awful from that point on. And the only way to have like a decent line is in to do three months advance and play like a lottery basically to hope you can get the good rides on uh, fast pass. You would get you so if you booked all the resorts, like the on site hotels and everything like that, mm-hmm. you would get a 90 day booking out. So you could book three rides. That's three rides that are four and a half minutes per day. Per day. Per so, day of so if you like you stayed three days, you get three of those a day, and you can book them ninety days out. And then at the sixty day mark, you get three more fast passes to book. But by that point, you're pretty much fucked anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it it came to the point to where people knew they could do that, and they figured out ways to basically gamify the system. Mm-hmm. So that if you were if you're just like a vacationing person trying to like go there on like a family vacation, you don't like know about the system. Yeah, but if you're like a Disney adult that goes there every week, then, <laughs> then yeah, you know how the system works. You can like fuck everything up. You can get everything you want all the time. Mm-hmm. But like if you're just a person there, it's like a once in a lifetime thing. But you like mm-hmm. don't know what you're doing. You're not gonna get to do what you want. No, because some of the rides can go up to like a four hour wait time sometimes. Jesus, yeah. oh my god, like <laughs> for a what? four and a half minute ride. Yeah, so, like, I went to Six Flags a few years ago, like, right before Halloween. Um, <laughs> it was fucking awful. Rode, like, two rides, did one, um, like, haunted house thing. And I was in line for, like, the haunted house for, like, two hours or something like that. It was fucking ridiculous. And it was, like, a 15-minute walkthrough or whatever. It was okay. And then, like, I was... 
in a line for another ride for like I don't know, probably about the same. I don't know. It was a long fucking time, yeah. and it's like, why? It's not fun. <laughs> and now, no. Yeah, but like, imagine if you do that to Disney World, and where like, it's like hundreds of dollars just to go. So there. like, so like, if you go to like Disney World, um, this Fast Pass is it gonna like get you into the line mm-hmm. where you can go? You get well. into a second line. You get into a separate line that's probably just as big and as slow as. The first line since the popularity of Fast Pass, actually, it was a much bigger line than the regular line. Oh my god! So, so like, they had to implement a line system to where if the line is doing fine, it would be a three to one or a four to one, yeah, something like that. To where every you would get four people in Fast Pass and one person in the regular line, and that's how they would do the rides. Unless it got like to a much bigger line, and then it would be twenty people for the Fast Pass line would go through, then one in the regular line. And if it got really, really congested on Fast Pass. It would be 100 people get to go through the fast pass line and then one person in the regular line. So for every 100 people that had a fast pass, if the line was huge, you get 100 people in fast pass and then one person in the standby line. Jesus. I hate that so much. It's so not it worth your awful. time or money. Yeah. Like, and okay, so. And by the way, those fast passes aren't just like your group. It's per person. Per person. So like, do you have to book which ride you want to go on? beforehand with the fast pass or is it just Mm -hmm. okay so like with a regular ticket do you have to book or is it just like you just go and stand in that line to where every three to 40 to 100 people get to go before you oh my god and there's hundreds of people in that line also i hate that so much it's not worth it i hate amusement amusement parks anyway but like (laughs) like i i went to disney world when i was pretty young and like like the lines were long but like they were reasonable like this was apparently before this change and I genuinely would feel so sad if, like, yeah. we had to sit in a fucking line and watch a hundred people go by. Yeah, it's like you pay all this fucking money, and well, the thing is, if you it's mostly waiting in lines, and that's yeah. so the thing is though, fucked up. if you pay all the money, if you pay them all the money, literally, just like any option they give you to give them more money to have more convenience, you get about the you same that, that amount. No, 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 no. That's the fucked up part. The more money that you have to toss at them the better experience you will have Ugh, yeah i imagine so it's fucking disney if you can pay to spend on the resorts if you can spend the time to Mm -hmm. plan everything meticulously four five six seven months in advance whatever it may be and if you can do all of that you can get up to and this just sounds ridiculous to me not even worth it still but let's say you pay them seven thousand dollars for this vacation for a weekend weekend Uh family vacation seven thousand eight thousand dollars you can get to a maximum of like eight rides a day (laughs) that's <laughs> maximum you could do so much more and do so many cool things with like seven thousand yeah. dollars like you could travel to a cool place or multiple cool places like you could do so much more than fucking waiting in line for they take the whole advantage weekend. of your nostalgia and your love for your children when wanting to make them happy that's what yeah. Disney does fuck the children fuck them fuck them kids fuck them uh, yeah. <laughs> we again need to point out there's a asterisk on the word ride right because it's not always a right sometimes it's just like oh you can go do the fucking food stall really because like like, those also had fucking asinine lines like hour-long waits now they've replaced it with a whole other system that i literally don't understand you just pay money and you get fast pass i think is literally how it works yeah so like now they don't have like the 90 day in, in advance thing anymore it's like you get there that day and everybody has a chance to get it but it's you pay money per person, a lot of money per person. Yeah, no. But like, <laughs> it 
it stops like the weird Disney fanatics from just ruining everyone yes. else's. That's the like, only good thing about yeah. it. Because like the cool like the thing about this documentary, I, I love when he does it. Like he actually shows basically how the wait times worked under each system. So it was like no fast pass, no nothing. Then it was like the original version of the fast pass, and then this new version. Like the the first fast pass, it was like if you didn't, if you just like went to ride a ride a popular ride, it was like eighty minute wait. Then it introduced the fast pass, and it was like sixty minute wait for the normal ride, and like some of the other rides got a little bit higher in the wait time, but still like a reasonable like twenty or something. And then the new one, every single ride just went up in wait time. Every single one. Of them. Everyone, even the ones no one cares about, had a wait time now. <laughs> and like, jeez, I, it's ridiculous. I tried it like because yeah. there's a really really fun part that he does when after showing you all like the statistics but I, oh, if you're yeah. gonna watch it sam you should I, yeah I won't i'll watch it, it. also yeah. i watch it tonight i think like dry knows what we're t- I'm yeah and also the it has maybe the best joke that he's ever had in a defunct land thing um when he's like and the dylan's never they were saying this never happens to Dylan. <laughs> 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 yes. yeah chapter four yeah the dylan's, he was like wait wait i'm getting off what happened here that's yeah. the best joke in the I, defunct land he is just a genuinely really funny person like (laughs) that like that's the biggest thing about his like he he makes fun documentaries but like he is a character like yeah like one of the lines that the internet loves is when he's talking about like the uh disney's attempt to remake chuck e cheese basically (laughs) it's like the introduction thing is like showing like a silhouette disney he's like and it's all thanks to a powerful rat named Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> and like just the way he says it. And the like shifting from the Disney, the Mickey silhouette into the gross animatronic of Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Like he has so much stuff about that. And like his character always shows in his stuff and it's great. And like yeah. even in like this was like an almost two hour this is almost a two-hour documentary about Disney Fast Pass, <laughs> but like he's still on it the whole time. Like he's still amazingly funny. It's really good. It's actually it sounds like it shouldn't be good, honestly. No, like that's the like like a joke about a similar joke goes around the internet a lot, where it's like watching a two-hour movie, uh, watching a hour forty-minute documentary about the Disney Fast Pass. <laughs> but like this one. Like it is doing him. He's doing so well on this one, honestly, and I'm glad to see it. Considering how much she talked about, how much work he put into it, it has almost five million views now. It's really good. Nice. Yeah. It's really, really good. Actually, <laughs> yeah. Um, Highly recommend. Defunct Lands, Disney Fast yeah. Pass. I, I again, like his channel is just great all around. Mm-hmm. Definitely recommend <laughs> all of his stuff. Um, his early stuff's a little rough, but he's like figuring it out. Yeah, like uh, other ones I really love. Uh, there's one called like the wildest party Walt ever threw. I think that's <laughs> a really great one too. I've not uh, seen that one yet. I I've watched that one twice now. <laughs> it's <laughs> just really great. Nice. Um, yeah. There's just a lot of. He's just really good and like. You think like if you just look at only the videos, you'd be like, "Oh, he's just like some weird Disney fan." Until you watch it, he's like, "No, he actually kind of doesn't like Disney, but yeah. <laughs> he loves what they made." <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's really fun. Yeah, it's really good stuff. Hi- highly recommend Defunct Land, especially yeah. his newest video. Probably a good introduction to him, but if you don't want to watch a whole two-hour thing about Disney Fast Pass, he has many like twenty-minute videos. Yeah, he has shorter stuff too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the one about Chuck E. Cheese I talked about. That one I think is like 18 minutes or something. Yeah, there's so. some more bite sized stuff in there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, man, good stuff. Yeah, very good stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of which, uh, I ended up thinking 
Robbie when you're saying the a, fast pass real quick. Well, no, uh, something else that Disney did recently that uh, a lot of like I guess YouTube like blew up about it for a little while and then forgot about it was um, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser package. I like heard about it, but I don't understand what. Okay, so it's basically like uh, you get like the Star Wars experience from Disney, and in that, what's included for the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser vacation package is a two night stay in a cabin or a suite, ongoing. It, is our immersive, Star Wars theme? Yep, Star okay. Wars theme, of course. Um, an immersive interactive entertainment where you choose and determine your experience, food and beverage, um, which, you know, go, you know, basically saying, like, they'll feed you for those two days. You get food. Yeah, you get food. <laughs> Admission to Disney Hollywood Studios uh, for your planetary uh, excursion to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, valet parking, an exclusive Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser data band, which is basically, like, that's how you tell what you're going to be doing through the days. They the, are uh, basically a wrist strap that they give you. Yep. How much would you pay for that? $50. Honestly, for all of that, I'm a huge Star Wars fan. If I were going to go on a big dumb Star Wars vacation, I'd pay 2000 maybe 2500 What about you, Sam? Zero, because I don't care that much about Star Wars. <laughs> do you want me to read off the prices, or do you want to read it off, Sam? Okay. Ugh, Give her the mic. Um, okay, so for a two... Well, let's gross, start with... Yeah, let's start with a <laughs> two-guess... Per cabin, per guest per night, per guest per night, one thousand two hundred nine dollars, or for the Voyager total, four thousand eight hundred nine per person. No, for oh my god, <laughs> Sam okay. thought it was for a family. That's two people. Oh no, 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 no. no. Uh, they have it up to four people per cabin. That's okay, the highest. So if you do a four person per person, it's going to be seven hundred forty nine. So. It's going to be like 5999 for, I guess, three adults and one child. <laughs> That's. Yeah. $6,000 for no. two nights. Family of four. No, it's not worth it. So no. Yeah, but didn't you hear the great things such as you can park? <laughs> valet parking, but also lodging is a lodging right next to. Yeah, what do you need valet parking for if yeah. you're at a fucking theme park? And like, um. The food is probably like really shitty, like fucking. You get blue milk. <laughs> I've, I've heard, I've heard that people really like the food. Actually, Ugh. I feel like I they mean, might I've never just had be kind of coping with the fact they spent six thousand so dollars. On... This is the best fucking dry chicken sandwich I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I have to like this food. Think about what you can do with six thousand dollars and realize people are paying that for two nights. I could live for six months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Fuck me, I could live man. for like a fucking year. <laughs> I no, was I was even like thinking high. I was like, man, like they're trying to they're yeah. You're like all my once money. in a lifetime, yeah. sure. Like yeah. once in a lifetime, yeah. this could be like the ultimate Star Wars that's experience. Two thousand dollars, two nights, and that's not worth yeah. it. Yeah. It doesn't even sound that yeah. good. Like the yeah. cheapest option for two people is forty eight thousand dollars for two nights. Forty eight hundred. Yeah, forty eight hundred. Forty eight thousand. No, if you're just two of you, you're paying more. God, fuck me, man. Yeah. So yeah, it's like you said, it's. Whenever you said like it's Disney, like you, the more money you give them, the better experience you get. Like, it reminded me of that. I don't even know if I would say that sounds like a better experience. It sounds like the same nope. experience, but kind it's the of same Star experience, Wars. but they have some Star Wars it's art. Like yeah. a little bit of Star Wars theme going on there. Yeah, like, like I guess you can go to like classes wherever you can like make your own custom lightsaber, which is already a thing you can do for like a hundred bucks. Be a goddamn real the, lightsaber. The for fucking that. <laughs> classes between like whatever I don't know, waiting in line. <laughs> uh. Disney's the platform. Uh, I hate that. (laughs) 
Yeah, and <laughs> the sad thing is, is like I wasn't even like reading anything off of someone like shitting on them. This is their actual website to plan for the goddamn thing. Jesus. Well, I'm never doing that. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Cool. I mean, to be fair, even if we could afford to do that, we'd probably find better things to do with the money. <laughs> yeah, I, I would just give someone a thousand dollars and tell them to make me a Star Wars party. This is what, <laughs> right? Like, this is what annoys me about Disney. Is just like, sort of like those uh, amusement amusement park or like destination trips or whatever yeah. like that. It costs so much money for like some sort of like manufactured experience. When you could spend that money on something way cooler and you could like make your own experience and it's just it, it doesn't sound the least bit fun to me, like at all. I mean it sounds a little fun to me. Nah. I mean it'd be fun, but I not mean, six thousand dollars worth we of fun. We could like spend like a hundred dollars and just each of us gets a lightsaber and we could just fuck around with lightsabers. Yeah, that'd be pretty good too. Yeah. I'd spend ten dollars. Here's yeah. the thing for six thousand dollars. We could just go to like a buy here, pay here kind of place and buy like a shitty car, get it like running good enough to like take it to just our like a destruction derby place and like rent it out for the day and probably still have about three or four thousand dollars. Just wreck the fucking car. Yeah, <laughs> we could we could do my plan and then spend another two hundred and go to like the, the bounce zone places. Ooh. And then yeah. we're like actual Jedi and we're like, Ooh, be good too. and then we like break our legs because we're like. Not paying attention. Yeah, to <laughs> I feel. Yeah, I feel like for like two hundred bucks, we could probably buy some replica lightsabers and like go to a trampoline park and fuck around. That's, yeah, am I playing the other five thousand dollars? We can use to pay medical bills. Ooh, yeah, would... just for one person though. Okay, so like <laughs> only it would... one of us is allowed to get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> it would make me fucking laugh if like you don't even get to keep your rep- replica lightsaber <laughs> that you make. It's just like a factory. <laughs> yeah, you and you're to paying it, to yeah. make it. <laughs> Cheap oh, labor, know, man. You know what? I, actually, I bet you get to Free do that labor. class, and then you still have to buy the lightsaber. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I bet, actually. Oh, my I bet, God. Uh, we're getting too, too loud, probably. But, uh, yeah. Man, that sucks. Fuck Disney, man. The worst. Yeah. Fuck Disney, but also put Dave the Barbarian on uh, Disney Plus. Uh, <laughs> um, there's so many like weird shit. Like Buzz on Maggie was another one around that era that just didn't what? get it. Buzz on Maggie? Yeah. What about B? Flies. Mm, I was close. You were close. Um, <laughs> but yeah. So one other thing that I watched. Uh, I'm hour in the process of watching. I should say I have two episodes left, I think. Maybe one. Um, season two of Lock and Key. Yeah. It's um, fine. I watched like a few episodes of the first season. Like, nah, it's not not for me. <laughs> I liked season one a, a lot, actually. And season two seems like it's just missing something. The key. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't know what it is. Like, it feels like they just like are phoning it in. Like the actors themselves feel like they're phoning it in. On Probably this are. So that's disappointing. <laughs> um, yeah, season two so far. I'm I'm almost done with it. It's fine. I don't think I would recommend it to people at this point now just because of like, I don't know. It's like not doing anything for me now. Just kind of is I'm watching it out of like obligation. Why do you keep doing that? Well, I don't, I don't like starting something and then not finishing it. Man, not, like, I do that all the time. It, it sound like... I do that all the time. Then I forget about the thing. I'm like, I don't fucking care. I'll it's do that with shows me. I like. <laughs> <laughs> I fall off of things so hard sometimes. Like sometimes I'll just fucking, I don't know. I'll yeah. start something and I'll like binge it for a while. And then like, I'm stunned. I'll say this, that one show on Netflix called archive 81. 
which I looked up while we were talking about stuff earlier, is apparently based off some podcast. It's not based off of uh, any SCP or anything. Um, I stopped watching that midway through the second episode because, like, this is not what I wanted it to be at all. So I actually did stop watching that one. Thank yeah. you very much, Good sir. Good job, Daria. You stopped watching something you don't like. I have self-control sometimes. Just <laughs> nice. uh, like, because, uh, like, like, what? Catch me next week. I'll probably still haven't finished Primal, knowing me. Yeah, probably not. And I'll be My like, defense uh, last week fucking sucked because I had a goddamn ten-hour shift yesterday. Yeah, that's not great. Yeah. Sucks. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I was gonna I was gonna try and fit in uh an act or a level or a whatever you call it chapter of that choose your own adventure thing but we super don't have time no sam you you were about to say you had another thing did you remember oh yeah it's just like a short dumb thing um um in my covid haze (laughs) Um, my favorite band covid haze all (laughs) in my brain (laughs) Nah, i just started like watching monk because i've never really watched that show before um yeah it's it's a little outdated. Yeah, probably. Um, yeah, but eh, it's fun enough, I guess. <laughs> I think it's sort of like they go a little overboard on the OCD <laughs> or whatever. You can like, tell it was before issues. people really understood what yeah, OCD was. It was more like a period mm-hmm. <laughs> I Kind of, yeah, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I'll probably continue watching it just as a show to put on not really pay that much attention to it seems good for that yeah yeah monk monk's like one of those shows kind of like murder she wrote where it's like something your grandparents definitely yeah really (laughs) liked or it's like a law and order thing where you just kind of put it on it's kind of like the same formula for every episode but like (laughs) it's just a or for me it's background thing yeah yeah Just like the thing, it's like it's enjoyable, but like it's not like the best thing in the world. Yeah, but it's good. You don't gotta like pay attention to every single thing. Yeah, it was like my nap show when I was nice. With COVID. Yeah. Uh, I can't like put on a show because then that's too much of my attention trying to go somewhere. Like, <laughs> so it's I, like I guess I have to watch this now. Like, it, well, it's just like I'll just like not do two things. Oh, I see. <laughs> like I can't like put on a show and play a game. That's just not how any of my brain works. Depends on the game. Because I definitely, yeah. I'll, I'll tell you this, like, um, it's it takes energy for me to watch a show. I can't just be like, all right, I'm just going to f- watch the rest of Primal. Like, I can't do that. Depends on the show also. Like, it has yeah. to be two things that don't take a ton of time or attention. Yeah, like, Stardew Valley, I did my wrap-up thing, and that was, like, my <laughs> most played game last year. But, yeah, Stardew Valley is, like, one of those games that I just, like, put on and I just like put on a podcast and I can just like mindlessly play it while I yeah. listen to a thing. And yeah, sometimes well, I, I think I brought this up last time we were talking about this. Like if I like play a game and put on something, the game's getting more of my attention. Like, yeah, I can't put on. I, I think that's a big reason I don't listen to podcasts is I can't like listen to a podcast and do something else because I'm not going to actually retain what's happening in the podcast. So it'll just be <laughs> like. Like, our show works well for that, because, like, I could just kind of zoom back in into, like, <laughs> wherever we are in the movie, because I saw the movie. Right. But, like, I there were some I tried watching, and, like, it just, like, it's just background noise. Yeah, I can't watch things and, like, play a thing at the same time, but, like, yeah. I can well, listen to podcasts well, or like, music yeah, or something. That's what I, like, I meant, like, with a podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just background noise to me. And, yeah. like, I like having background noise. I might have undiagnosed ADD. <laughs> but, like, 
I don't know. Like I can't, I can't do like a, I, it, it's a podcast is the thing to listen to while I play a game. I can't play a game while I listen to something. Yeah. Like for me, mostly podcasts are like, I'm doing something else and I'm going to have a podcast on. Mm-hmm. So like for me, podcast, like I say this term a lot with games and stuff, like it's a podcast game. Like yeah. this is a game that like doesn't take that much of my attention. And this podcast also doesn't take that much of my attention. So I can put them together and then I won't be bored. So like, for instance, right now, I am trying to play through Horizon again. Yeah. I would say shot. I'm giving it one last go on PS5, 60 FP frames per second, perfect performance. Per- it's the best it can look for what the engine is built for. I'm giving it the best shot it can. Horizon's a perfect podcast game. There's eh. nothing happening in the world. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of stuff happening, like but it's not like game. a lot of dialogue heavy story also, driven things. You can just super cheese the stealth system in that. And then it just you kind of crouch a little just bit. Crouch in yeah. a, you crouch, crouch in a bush bush and you go, ah! and then a robot comes over and you stab it, and you get back in the bush and you go, yeah. ah! and another robot comes over and you stab it. See, that's fine, but like there's also it's fun to like discover like new ways to kill robots. People said that about Breath of the Wild, but I definitely did not feel that about Breath of the Wild. I got more like feeling of adventure out of Breath of the Wild. Like it just feels so mechanical in Horizon. Like it's like Here's the three things you can shoot on them to make them go boom. I guess, but like you haven't like done the cauldron stuff or anything yet, have you? What's the cauldron? It's yeah. like the little dungeon places you go into where you like get new abilities and like new tools and stuff like that. Yeah, so like I think that opens up a lot of different cool things. And then you're gonna like discover, you know, a lot of different enemies too. Where you have to like figure out different ways to beat them and stuff like that, and like you know pitting them against each other is really fucking fun and cool. I mean, so far, putting down a line that's electrical and then just stabbing them in the face a few times works pretty well. Yeah, but like you're gonna run into things that that's not gonna work with. <laughs> that's why I have things that explode, and then I have things yeah. that make ice. Okay. Well, anyway, it's a but great what fucking if you game. Use all three. <laughs> probably work. Everything just seems to get tripped up by this thing, and it doesn't seem to affect anything. And, like, I, it is an open-world game, but I don't feel like it's too open, and I think I like it about Ooh, that. I disagree. Really? I don't feel like it's, it's open, like, as a um, Skyrim or Fallout, where it's just, like, you're I sort of like aimlessly wandering. I feel like Skyrim are definitely, like, far on the spectrum of yeah. open world. But, like, it did the thing that I hate about new Assassin's Creed games. Horizon did the thing. Like, literally, I got out of the tutorial zone, and, like, in the open world, the first town you go to, it's like, here's 27 quests! Um, I guess so, but, I don't know, like, I feel like it's a more structured open world. Like, there's definitely, like, some good wandering and stuff like that, but I don't feel like it's overwhelming, like a lot of open world games have been I think for it's me. the same. I don't honestly. think so. And, like, the other thing is, like, I don't really care about the story, ultimately. Like, she has a weird ear thing, and she's, like, freaking out, like, yeah, you ever has a, like, why do you have a weird ear thing? That's weird. But, like, it's <laughs> a fucking Bluetooth headset. I mean, yeah. <laughs> like, Dr. Raya, what if secretly the weird ear thing is aliens? Probably. Mm. What if it's a murder mystery? I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> gotta finish the game, well, I guess. Well, I was gonna say, it's another thing. It even says early on in the game that <clears throat> uh, there are other people who have those earpieces, but hers is the only one that actually works. Others work, but they, like, freak out and malfunction and shock people or whatever. Like, they're bad. Like, hers is the best one. Quiet Place 2? Yeah. 
<laughs> well, because she's just the best. She's a protagonist. She's the best. She has protagonist powers. She's pretty fucking cool. I'm going to fucking make a game where the protagonist is not the cool person, and that will be fun. Here's the other thing. It also has dialogue trees that don't do anything. That yeah, but that's me. just kind of most AAA games, I'm going to argue. But, like, yeah. when I think of, like, a dialogue tree that actually matters, I think of Fallout 3, and I think of, like, yeah. Mass Effect 2. So, like, the big games that are regarded as having yeah, right. really important dialogue trees that are definitely... Right, but, like, literally the dialogue trees in this are just, like, do you want to know about my mom? Alright, let's have do a dialogue you? tree about my mom. I don't. I don't give a shit about his mom. You say no, then. Yeah, but, like, it's there, and so, like, again, this goes to my stupid lizard brain of, like, if I have to, if I'm going to know the thing, I want to know all the thing. If I'm going to, like, see the thing, I want to see all the things. So, like... I mean, my favorite part was just, like, wandering around discovering things and, like, collectibles and stuff like that collectibles that they show to you which is my favorite thing i don't like it i don't like <laughs> i that. like that part it's my favorite thing it uh, i don't know it's satisfying when you find a thing and then you like but yeah. like it doesn't do anything i platinum that game and it's you a did. really really fun platinum i had about the same amount of fun like planning platinuming that game that i did with like days gone because that was really 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 fun platinum too days gone was a different feel for sure for me like it, it just had sort of the same feel for me, honestly. Maybe it's just that I don't care about uh what's her copper? Aloy. Um, <laughs> copper. <laughs> I like I literally don't care about her at all. She just milk toast. At first she was for me, but then I like really started to like her as a character because she's like sassy and cute. <laughs> Maybe I'm playing her differently than you. Maybe it's because you asked about the mom. You're supposed to not ask about the mom, Dariah. Because like it gives you like emotion points like use brain use heart use anger or whatever mm-hmm. and i would just use brain well, yeah. <laughs> uh, that might see, be part of it i have, it. <laughs> i have developer brain where if i see stuff like that i'm like hmm i wonder what i'm supposed to choose here based off the developer and i wonder <laughs> if i could just not because <laughs> like sometimes i don't know i'm like the because like I'm already like yeah it's a it's like a made up story anyways might as well do whatever the hell I want so sometimes I'll be just like yeah you know sure I'll choose the option that says eat, eat a dick why not <laughs> <laughs> but like the thing is like no matter what you choose like it doesn't change anything no no it doesn't but like that wasn't like the most enjoyable part for me no like I... it's not even like an important part it's just annoying that they make you choose a thing instead of just telling a story when clearly they that's just want to tell a lot of games though yeah we so sh- many games like i do think that's an issue yeah I that is an issue with a lot of AAA studios right now is the yeah. push for stuff like bloat i'm just gonna call it what it is it's bloat oh absolutely that doesn't actually impact the game yeah but uh we are running out of time we'll we probably are. talk about this next week because i imagine dry is gonna either quit or actually continue <laughs> with the please game. keep going i wonder which one um, it'll be yeah. And, you know, maybe one day I'll actually play this video game when it Ooh. comes out and is free. <laughs> <laughs> it's super uh, fun. I want to play it. Yeah. So uh, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, uh, we talked about many things. Lots uh, of things. And next week we'll talk about more. Uh, if you're out and about, make sure to wash your hands, you stinky. Uh, <laughs> we have a link tree, linktr.ee slash loip, which gives you a link to our list of medias and social medias. And we have an email, the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Once again, that is the last ones in podcast at gmail.com. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. Hope everybody out there is having a great week. Hope your next week is great as well. Um, uh, thank you, E. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Robbie. Yep. Thanks, Sam. Yeah. Thank you, everybody out there, for listening. 
Again, have a great week. We'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.